The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thanks for choosing GeekShowPodcast.com. Uh, good news, our merchandise link is fixed, so uh, click on it. It just says Geek Show Merchandise at GeekShowPodcast.com. Get yourself a shirt, support the show. And uh, hey, while you're at it, why don't you text the word Geek Show, one word, Geek Show, to 33986. We promise not to pester you too much. There might be some interesting stuff coming your way. Uh, of course, we want to thank our sponsors who make this show possible each and every week. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Go in, talk to the guys, uh, learn about uh, a comic that you thought about reading, that you heard about reading on this show even, maybe. And uh, talk to them about getting started up again, or if you're a, if you're a veteran, then switch over. Go, <laughs> go and see them. 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. DrVolts.com. I'll see you there next Wednesday. Cabin Fever Cards and Gifts, uh, they've always been the one place in Salt Lake Valley to find uh, eclectic, idiosyncratic gifts ever since they opened their doors in 1982. And Dave is a huge fan of the show. Go in and tell him Geek Show says, hey, Salt Lake City, 700 East, 600 South, in the heart of the Charlie Square Mall, open seven days a week. It's Cabin Fever. Also brought to you by Star Trek The Ultimate Voyage on Tour. It's a live symphony orchestra performing Star Trek's groundbreaking music while the most iconic Star Trek film and TV footage simultaneously beamed high definition to a 40-foot widescreen behind the orchestra. Kingsbury Hall, Friday, April 29th at 8 p.m. Get tickets online at tickets.utah.edu or by phone at 801-581-7100 or the Kingsbury Hall box office. And if you're facing legal problems or have any legal questions... Attorney Ryan J. Bichelle will fight to protect you and your legal rights. Contact Ryan, Attorney Ryan J. Bichelle. Mention Geek Show for a special fan discount, 801-612-9505, or visit rjb-law.org. Also brought to you by Salt Lake Gaming Con, coming soon June 2nd through the 4th at the Southtown Expo Center. Tournaments, demos, cosplay, uh, thousands of gamers, hundreds of games to play, free demos from Microsoft and PlayStation. Go to saltlakegamingcon.com. Excuse me. All right, let's get on with the show. Thank you for paying attention. Yay! That is the crossdresser. Oh, boy, you ain't from around here. Get it straight, people, because you're, you're embarrassing yourselves. Yeah, who cares? It's been released down under. By the hoary hosts of Hoggin. Oh, yeah. I hope this goes where I want it. Hobbit news, anyone? What if we put it on the brim of his hat? It does not hold up. You're not looking at them, you forget about them. Your drawing was hardly original, sir. I actually liked it, and I laughed. So let's get the uh, thing underway here. Geekshowpodcast.com yeah, welcome back to the basement. Hey! Yeah! yeah. Wow. Hey. hey, basement. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> ah, my teeth are itchy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Jay? On Snapchat. I'm playing with this filter. Look at my fucking face. He's got the, <laughs> the face mutating. You look like a character off of the I don't have those filters on my Snapchat. You know, yes, you do. You just don't know how to use it. You got to What you got to do is you flip it back on yourself uh-huh. and you poke on you. You push on your face. And then it, fl- and it, and like and it Snapchat memorizes your face, and then you sweat, and the filter thing comes down. You know what that looked like? You looked like the dad on PJs. Yep. Oh shit. What's yeah. uh? What's what's Snapchat? It looks like the dad on PJs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty. I just think I just think that it's a bad idea that Shannon is even on Snapchat. 
Yeah. What does your dick look like on Snapchat? You know that they say those things uh, go away forever. I got to put some filters on. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> just push on. Just push on the picture you know, of your I dick. I never really send them out. But. Well, Shannon is of a mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon is of a mind that if someone asks you for a picture of your penis, well, you send it. You know. Right. right. They, they ask no, nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy all I know, all I know is that that uh, that message I keep getting, D C K P C K P L Z. I, I don't know. Dick pick, please. I don't know what that's called. Oh my pick. god, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Dick picks. They're asking for a picture of Dick Van Dyke. Exactly. Yeah. I send Dick York. Oh, that works I too. Send, that I was, works I was too. a Dick York fan. I send Dick Sergeant. <laughs> See that'll work as well. Just because I said I would. Send they just want a picture of all the famous I, dicks. I, had, I started out sending Dick Yorks, and then I started sending Dick Sargent. I no. tried to send a picture of Richard Nixon, but That's he's a tricky dick. <laughs> the, Hard to get a good worst, picture of that. The worst thing about it, though, is that a lot of people can't tell the difference between the Dick Sargent and the Dick York picks. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not well, even Elizabeth out, Montgomery. Uh, dick Van Patten. But no dicks look alike. Yeah. No dicks look alike. You have dick twins? Huh? Is yes. It, you have a dick twin. Yeah. I love uh, how do you know? No, he's in Biscuits. I love this theory. A friend of mine is a local comedian, Jonathan Falconer, has he has this bit. Jonathan about Falconer? Yes. Yeah, right. No, you, it's you real, sound like you made real. that it's up. It's a real guy. He's on my Facebook. Huh? I fucks with do- Jonathan yeah. Falconer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you meet yeah. him at the Tracy Aviary? No, I met him at <laughs> Wise Guys Comedy Club. <laughs> it's a family restaurant. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> how does he yeah. He's got a joke about dick twins. Like we, we now, what is dick twins? He he conceptually believes that we all have someone out there that is our dick twin. Like it's so, like the, like we have a doppelganger. You know, like everyone has a doppelganger, but okay. like we have a. I think it's called a cockleganger. No, cockleganger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a sad confession. I do have a dick twin. Her name's Elizabeth. What? Huh? Huh? I don't. Hey, we should introduce ourselves. I, I don't know. Is Elizabeth showing up on this? Would you like her to? <laughs> this show is weird. Carrie, I, look, Carrie, hey. I need to borrow some clothes. <laughs> oh, jeez. I need right. a skirt and a hat. All right, let's start over here with Tony. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry, I don't have Mountain Dew for you. I right? brought my own. It's okay. <laughs> Drinking some of the Tasty Black Label right now. Crafted dark berry. <laughs> Kill me. Man, you. Shit. <laughs> this motherfucker is in heaven. It's Look a at this small shit. batch of artisanal <laughs> fucking Mountain Dew. This is the hipster of Mountain Dew. It's handcrafted. It's quite delicious. And fucking, really fucking peppy bucks and, make it. For and, yeah. it's, it's marinated in Hot <laughs> Pockets for 30 days. Made, they put it in a black can so that the light doesn't change the flavor. Huh? Made by hill people. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure this, I'm sure that it was made in the Guatemalan sweatshop next door to the real Mountain Dew. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I got my jelly beans. And uh, you oh. do have how a Twitter. Much, how much sugar have you taken I got, into I got, that? It doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> I'll okay. tell you when I've had enough. I've been dealing. I, I have been dealing with catastrophic illness for a while now, sir, and I'm starting to worry. Huh? I don't care. <laughs> Give me some of them jelly beans. Yeah, take some jelly beans. Um, sugar warp so, seven. Here, just take the back. Quad, there we go. I don't want to. I don't want to finger them before they get to you. Well, yeah, don't don't yeah, finger them before they get to you. Hey, I got a I got a Twitter at Quad T Tony, mm-hmm. and I got a, a another podcast that I do about gadgets and stuff called the Gadget Spot. Dude, you're like on fucking Adderall right now. Oh man, <laughs> what? Seriously, like, like you're 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 all amped up. You're way more amped up than usual. But gotta, it's but it's sweet well, smelling though. You, you know, it's it's because I'm on a no fun food diet. 
from okay. Sunday to Fridays. Oh, yeah. So doing, on Saturday. Are you, are you doing cheat days? Yeah. yeah. Saturday I eat everything I can that today has sugar is, in it. Today is my cheat really? day as well. Yes, sir. I, I haven't done a cheat day. Well, you're- But a, this isn't about me. It's about you. Go you're back a stronger to you. man than Go I. Go back to you. Back to you. I'm cheating. Yeah? That's all I got. All that sugar? <laughs> mm-hmm. So Black Label's purple. Yeah, it's dark berry. I already <laughs> said. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Oh, you're scaring the me. The hill you people really of are. Kentucky hand grind- uh, never mind. Mm. Right. You're starting to remind We're me. We're going to have to have a show to say goodbye to Tony's feet. That's right. <laughs> well, it's not I, that. I he's, can still feel him. He's just acting like Gollum when he actually got the ring back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel when I get sugar back on Saturdays. Yeah. Precious. <laughs> uh, hi, Shannon. What's going on? How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm really good. Okay. You want some jelly beans? I've been eating some jelly beans. Yeah. <laughs> it's my cheat day, too. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday pub quiz. Yeah, god damn it, it's fun. <laughs> Boy, with a recommendation eight, like that, you can't go wrong. Oh. On, that's on the band. No, it really is fun. I'm usually so sick yeah. of life. I'm so sick of life by Wednesday. I get there and I just, uh, I seriously blow off a lot of steam. Good yell, time. You just Did yell you get your trophy back? Your no. trophy? What trophy? The Jeffy. Oh really? You're yeah. back. It's not back. Where'd where it go? Who's got it? I think the Will. Well, the Willoughby's made it, and then they were gonna. F- it fell apart. Oh. They were gonna fix it, but then they never brought it back. Oh. Okay. That's. I guess I can't be mad because they gave it to us in the, I in guess. the first place. So. It's time for a sacrifice. All right. Lucky thirteen. Every Good Wednesday. time. Every uh, Wednesday is Wild Game Wednesday. You never know what the fuck. Yeah. They're gonna have ground up there. No. <laughs> The marmoset burger here is delightful. It's like I kangaroo, said rabbit. Orphan. <laughs> no. Orphaned kangaroo? <laughs> no, just so orphan. orphan. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's sadness that really so flavors just... the meat. It's... Try the long pork. <laughs> long, like, is, long it, is it just any animal? Yeah. Like you never orphan. know. Well, yeah, it's just whatever they have. Sometimes it's elk, sometimes it's bison. Sometimes it's orphan. Yeah. Why, why are you getting squeamish about what it is? Meat's meat. Yeah. Turtles are orphans. It could be turtle. So they just lay their eggs and so it could just float be away. Any animal out there? Yeah. You heard even, from your falcon yeah, lately? Whatever they had, they've had kangaroo, even rabbit. Even mech? Yeah, they've done kangaroo. They've had falcon burger? No! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find falcon burger at Frisch. Never. Nope. Nope. Lee George Cade everywhere. Rhymes with fish, but we don't serve it. <laughs> That's our motto. <laughs> never an orphan burger there. Nope, never once. That's a you bite it an orphan burger, they go, oh, ain't this a bitch. You got a yeah. black bean say. burger? I don't have a burger of any kind mm. because I am a crafty bastard. Yeah. The immortal words of Ron Swanson. <laughs> uh, I am the Ron Swanson of the vegan community. I really am. <laughs> please, so, yeah. please grow up. What, what it's come down to is this. I was looking at the uh, Department of Health Department. Their rating scale goes mm-hmm. between one and three. Mm-hmm. One being, uh, hi, we just served some shit that we got in a box. And three being, everything's deep fried and covered in cheese. <laughs> and three is something you get inspected about a lot longer. And you have to have something called a grease trap. Mm-hmm. Okay. goes under your restaurant, costs thousands of dollars, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars to install. Uh, like there's a place, uh, a barbecue, uh, a couple doors down from mine, that has a very large grease trap because mm-hmm. they fry everything. Yeah, that's I the o- owner's retirement fund. I go through a quarter gallon of oil a month by design. Mm, I don't have wow. a grease trap. I don't fry anything. Why? Well, it's healthier, but also 
I'm cheap. No <laughs> grease trap. I don't need a grease trap. I am a Category 1 health risk, which means I get inspected once a year, and I like it that way. Nice. <laughs> you could say I have some libertarian ideals when it comes to the government inspecting my restaurant. 145 East, 1300 South, wow, Suite 201. That was, get open, the, open, open floor plan. You can see how clean the floor is from the door. Yep. Also by design, because I don't want people investigating my restaurant. They'll find the kangaroos in the back. <laughs> also, come hang out with me on Geek Show Fit. Yes. Because I want to cheer you on. You want to gain muscle? You want to lose fat, no matter what. Or you want to just listen to me cry slowly over the internet? Because <laughs> I do that sometimes. Anyway, okay. I'm, I'm down 60 pounds. You look great, yeah, by the way. Man. Thank you so much. I've been meaning to tell you. You look can, fucking good. I can yeah. actually feel abs under this marble of fat that yeah. I've got on my stomach, whereas six months ago, I didn't even know where my stomach started and my ass ended. So uh, it's a good thing. But yeah, yeah I could have helped you with that. We're <laughs> Kat, Kat and I were looking. I, I, we took a picture at, a, at uh, I think it was a Fanex uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I go, Jay looks smaller, so he's bulked up. Lee looks fucking thinner. And Carrie, me, and Shannon and Tony all look the fucking thing. Well, <laughs> Consistency. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll be honest. I spent I spent about a year and a half grief eating, and so uh, I realized literally Christmas night in 2015 that I mm-hmm. needed to straighten the fuck up, or mm-hmm. I was going to die. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's I was at 300 pounds, and that was a scary place to be. So right. that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, and and it's it's just one of those things where you go, okay, I need to straighten up. And one of the things that every single self help book that makes sense. Mm-hmm. has said, is that no matter what change you're trying to make, you need a community. So whether it's you're trying to quit drinking, you need something like Alcoholics Anonymous. You need some place where you can go and talk with people. And that's why Geek Show fits there. Uh, if you need to take care of your health, yep. Geek Show Fit is there to help you uh, have that community. It's, it, we're, we're, we don't know how to do it, mm-hmm. but we'll cheer you on while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You have somebody, like a couple people have said, I actually went and ran today because I wanted to make sure I had something to tell you guys that was cool. And that's what it's there for. It's basically that kind of psychic accountability network, you know. So check us out. We're on Facebook, and we'd love to hear from you. All right. Jay Whitaker, follow that. Shit, I'll just piggyback off what he's saying. Geek Show Fit is the shit. It is. Uh, I started out as 160, 160 pounds when I joined this podcast. Uh, no joke, because I, I got 80-pound biceps now. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, but now I am I am about 205. Really? Um my normal weight is about 185, but I've always been trying to gain muscle because of when I go on auditions. And so, uh, yeah, Geek Show Fit is, is kind of helped me get there and just motivates me to, to train every day, just about. This is my cheat day, so there's jelly yeah. beans, there's all types there's, of beer, yeah. and, there's pizza and all types upstairs. of fuckery <laughs> yeah. that's going down right now. But, pizza. I mean, uh, yeah, Geek Show Fit, that's my jam. Um, it's like my lifeblood right there, so, you know, fucks with it. Um Let's see, April 26th, Tuesday. That, you need to come fucks with the Comedy for Cares, uh, Comedy Cares at Wise Guys uh, mm-hmm. downtown. We're going to be uh, doing a fundraiser there. It's all for a good cause, lasts for a good cause. So, um, And then April 29th, 30th, I will be at Wise Guys Ogden. Come fucks with me there. Uh, May 5th in California, uh, Lake Forest, California, my old stomping grounds, Orange County. Uh, Rush, oh, I'll, the County of Orange. Yes. I will be at Rush Bar and Grill for Cinco de Mayo. It's going to be fun, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to the baño. Because <laughs> it's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, and fucks with TracyAviaryOrg.org. And check out Hawkwatch International at Hawkwatch.org. 
Fucks with some birds. Save them. Don't fuck God, with I hope they're paying you no, for that no, shit. No. They're not. They're not. And no, I don't care. We, we do need to put out a quick disclaimer here. When he's saying fucks with some birds, that means hang out with, get in with them. It doesn't yeah. mean to actually go out and fuck it, with birds. You don't. No. Because for one, they might bite you. Like if it's a goshawk, did you know a goshawk mm-hmm. uh, is, 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 if a goshawk gets into your arm, it's like getting electrocuted. So don't fuck with birds. There's but birds fuck. with electrical powers? No, but the talons are so sharp, it actually feels like you're oh, being electrocuted. Oh, I see. Okay. I was excited for a moment, too. Yeah. Cops! <laughs> Cops! That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yes, he's uh, captain of the Geek Show Drink program. <laughs> he's, he's in Maui as we record this. I'm sorry. Uh, Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Hang on a second. I got some more. I'll love you. Yeah, I'm still talking about Will. Did fuck up. <laughs> All right. Got it. Where can we find your stuff when you're not in Maui? Uh, KSL, Big Movie Mouth Off, Plug Magazine, The Arrow, uh, what am I missing? Mediocre Show, and Geek Show. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I wander into the Raiders from Hell studio and just start babbling. Occasionally. So. I haven't seen you in a while. That's because he's been on Because he's never here. Because I've been in Maui. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> now, now that we finally got a Rex Reed, he's gone. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Jim. I'm sorry. Don't All be right. sorry. Rejoice in what you have. Exactly. Rejoice what your good looks have bought you. I want Wait, to... I, I think... What? When does this episode come out? Uh, this one, the week of the 25th. At the end of this episode, you will hear me interview the cast of Keanu... Oh. Which includes Keegan Michael Key, which uh, Channing refers to as the bald guy. Yeah, <laughs> the bald one. <laughs> Aren't they both bald? The bald one. No, no. no. it's a great text conversation <laughs> that me and Shannon had. He's the bald one. The tall one, right? He's the bald one. He's the bald um, one. <laughs> it's Keegan Michael Pat. No, it's Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Pat. <laughs> well, because he was like, yeah, I saw the bald one. And I was like, no, it's it's Keegan Michael Key, and he's like, yeah, the bald one. Yeah, the bald one. <laughs> that's that's how I I'm, can pronounce that. I can that's spell how I, that. That's how I'm referred to on this show. So it's cool. <laughs> he should be happy with that. Yeah, but he he just thought it was uh, rude that I corrected him. Oh wait, it's the, the way it's the way he uh, texted it. It was like, meh, like that. Uh, this just in: uh, a <laughs> show like this actually needs a host because the rest of us would actually drive it right into the gutter. Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Hey. Hey, Carrie. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, X96. What's Pull up? us out of the gutter. Or follow me on the Twitters at R-F-H-K-E-R-R-Y. Or Geek Show on Twitter, of course. You, you're able... Do you... You like Twitter more, don't you? I prefer Twitter. No, Twitter's the shit. I, I love can't, Twitter. I, cannot, I love Twitter. I cannot figure it out. It's that's just my, so much fun. That, and, that's why, and that's why I love it. It's that's my, some people can't figure it out. That's my, my first admission that I've, that I've reached that age where technology is outpacing me when I looked at Twitter and said, eh, I don't get it. I could sit you down in two minutes and yep. you'd have it figured out. I, me, <gasps> okay. and Carrie, me and Carrie love Twitter. Yeah, like, me we, and Carrie, you yeah. more than... I, I can barely Facebook anymore either. I think I might just be reaching a, fuck Facebook. a no technology age. I fuck, if, if it was up to me, I would, I would fucking... I love Facebook. I like a them both. nuclear bomb on my, on my fucking Facebook. I would blow the. You can all, share let's do it. I, I let's do it. Let's let's make a let's make a Facebook suicide pact. You and I will destroy our Facebook. Accounts. I want to get rid of my Facebook so bad. Yeah, I, but I I murder my job. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I murder gotta, my job in the face. Yeah, you gotta have it. There's nothing worse than getting murdered in the face. All right. I fucking hate Facebook. <laughs> we got a fucking shit. Oh, we got news. We got a letter. We got a letter. Check us out on We got a letter. Letters. Sometimes we get letters and we read them. 
uh, 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 uh. Thank you for changing Letters. the song so that Paul Schaefer doesn't sue us. <laughs> Here comes Carrie to read a This is from Bobby. Hey. What? Shatner. Before we start real fast. Yes. I've been having like really like, I mean, still for another week, sleepless night because I can't believe there's a female lead in Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is getting ridiculous. Blow my mind. Disney. Hey, <laughs> hey Jimmy. How's the sand in yeah. Hawaii? Shut is, the fuck up. Is it coarse and irritating? Does it get everywhere? Uh, this is from Bobby on the Book of Faces, she says. Is it Bobby Wondersnow? I don't know. Oh. It's just Bobby. Because Bobby Wondersnow is awesome. Bobby Fisher. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, here's, here's this. Hello to my favorite fellas. Yeah. Fellas. Obviously from Kansas. Hey, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I'm not terrific at uh, being sentimental or telling folks uh, that what they mean to me these days. Oh, God damn it. But I'm learning how to do that again. Okay. Starting here, I suppose, as I don't normally feel compelled to write letters to people. However, this felt important. I've been a regular listener and friend of the podcast for over a year now, since the last Fan X where I first saw you guys live. So that was last year. Oh, that was the magic show. Yeah. yeah. The one that didn't uh, get recorded. The Horny no. Seal show. Yeah, yeah, that show was amazing, though, because the pyrotechnics mm-hmm. and illusions were They were point. so good. Yeah. Yeah. We had dick physics. It didn't fully dawn on me until this past weekend what kind of impact you gents and the nature of the show has had on my life. It's like getting hit in the face. We're not gents. We're not gents. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of us is. Four years ago, I made the jump to a new major at the university. After one of my more serious bouts of depression resulting in a tanked GPA, I had to reevaluate my priorities so I'd get back on track. This meant letting things right. go. But more than I originally realized, friends, hobbies, interests, and pretty much the essence of what made me feel human had to let go. School and work, and thankfully my significant other, were all I had time for if I was uh, really going to get serious about my future. As happy as I have been over the past four years, depression still pervaded my life. I cried three or four times a week, slept less and less, and without any real discernible reason. This last year was exceptionally challenging, and she, it's, it's a, you know, I think it's a little too personal. I'm, I'm not going to get into We're it. I'm not going to air Bobby's yeah. laundry. She's, you know, she, she makes a case as to why she has been sad and, and all of this. Uh, since finding the podcast last year, my dread for the beginning of the week has subsided. I spend more time laughing instead of worrying. Thanks to you, I have since started to feel like a whole person again. Maybe this sounds a tad dramatic, but there it is. Uh, to be whole is to be true to every aspect of your being. Take time for yourself and just attempt a a healthy balance of things. I'm happy to say that I've arrived back at a place where there is more stability and free time. I am more apt to connect on an actual human level, not just through the Internet. As well, I've gotten back into some of my favorite things like comics, collecting, cosplaying, and video gaming. Yeah! Uh, I can now exist in in both realms, and I have you guys to thank for that. What you have all cultivated around the show is so important. The community surrounding the podcast is so overwhelmingly positive and in touch with what it means to be yourself and be happy. We've relearned that lesson time and time again from listening to you guys. Each of you cares and speaks so genuinely to this point, making the podcast all the more meaningful. You're not simply panelists, but family, friends, and geeks who have found a way to work and play. Bravo, gentlemen. Thank you for being yourselves and encouraging me to follow suit. Thank you for adding some joy into what would otherwise be a dull life. All my best and my love to you exceptional humans. Thanks a million, Bobby. Oh, thank you, Bobby. Isn't that Bobby? nice? Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. That's nice. I hope Bobby's yeah, sh- on. Hmm? Yeah, that, sh- that shit was heartfelt, man. I appreciate it. I that. hope Bobby's on Geek Show Fit getting some uh, inspiration. Get, get the positive, positive vibes. Mm-hmm. 
If it's the same Bobby, she comes to. Yeah. She come to Pub Quiz. Quiz? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And, if it's, and if it's the same really Bobby, she comes to Fresh once a month. Yeah. Well, so, good. Yeah. Good. good. Well, yeah. if it's that Bobby, if it's the same Bobby, she comes to my show. If it's not the same Bobby, still, you have a great name, and we love you for that heartfelt letter. And and you should come out. Yeah. To Frisher Pub Quiz. I say hello. Yes. I just want to say thank you for that letter. Um, I'm I'm glad that at least for my part, my idiocy can. <laughs> Can make somebody smile every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Jimmy, hey Jimmy, it's like oh, 11 a.m. Did you see that Rogue One trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was okay. Yeah, it was amazing. What was that girl doing there? Kicking ass, being amazing. <laughs> There's a so girl cool. in that. Blows just, every time. Blows my mind. Just I, another Death Star it. story. Who cares? That's that's where that's where <laughs> I I couldn't have been more proud of my son. Mm-hmm. Because he put something like a 17-paragraph diatribe against all the people that were freaking out about another female lead in Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, you fuckers had six movies with a male lead. Yeah. Get used to it. Give, let, let's or, let's give the ladies two movies that they can well, identify say, with. Almost every fucking movie has yeah, a male lead. Exactly, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? and, and, okay, so, uh, you know, Force Awakens, uh, Finn was a lead. Poe was a lead. Yeah. Uh, so she still, even though uh, Ray was the focus of the movie... But Poe doesn't look like a typical white guy, and and Finn's black, so it's, again we've got six Star Wars movies. I know, the, but we like blonde-haired, like Chris Evans. The rest like, of us, the, you know, the, the cisgendered, heteronormative white male has six Star Wars movies to fall I just, back on. I I read well, some of those. Three. Yeah. The other three are terrible. <laughs> I read, oh, shut up. <laughs> they are. I, I don't give a fuck what Brian Young says. Two They're of them fucking are, terrible. Two of them are actually kind of good. I, One of them. I read some of the comments about. And you think that we're making this up, mm-hmm. but it's it's true. There was a portion of the internet that went crazy when that Rogue One trailer came out, in a bad way. In a bad yeah. way. But I think that's what they do. That's just their job. Oh I yeah. Just, if you there's, know someone like that in your life, remove them from your. Yeah, you your don't need that shit. You know? There's people that just want to be negative. Yeah. And they're gonna say, "I'm gonna be negative about this, no matter what anyone else does and, or says about it. I'm, and, and I'm gonna be negative." You guys are gonna have to unfriend unfriend me then. <laughs> Remove those done, people. <laughs> remove those people from your life. Yeah. There's, there's no rule that says that you have to. And if you can't you know, remove them because you're close to them or you're related to them or they live with you, then minimize that cultural impact because yeah. you just don't need that negativity. Uh, what more uh, pisses me off is that Felicity Jones is an amazing fucking actor. Yeah, she is. Yes, and and here's so the thing. So knock it the fuck off. Here's the thing about Ray and the Force Awakens. You know, you can be a male. And still identify with her. Uh, yeah. You don't. You, you know. You, you don't have to have the same chromosomes to identify <laughs> I mean, with yeah. the character. We're no, all, we're all humans. Yes. So, I don't. I don't give a shit if you're male or female. Are you good at your craft? Yep. yep. That's what I look at. Exactly. Like, yep. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm so not looking forward to Donnie Yen in Rogue One. You know, <laughs> lifelong Star Wars fan, <laughs> phenomenal martial artist, playing a blind guy with a stick in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Here's 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 where I just said with Rogue One, I didn't care what gender that character was. She's running at a fucking ad at with two blaster pistols. Mm-hmm. That's some gangster shit. Yeah, yeah. She's and she's gonna fire him. She's gonna fire him sideways with her arms crossed, and she's gonna. Yeah, I don't kidding. care. Do you think? Two things made me squeal in that trailer. First of all, an ad at next to Palm Tree. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, obviously, they can go anywhere. But just that, that fucking noise. Yeah. Yeah, what was, was that like, noise? Ah! That's, oh, it's, that's it, an alarm clock. It's the Death Star clan, yeah. uh, klaxon, the alarm klaxon from the Death Star. But, but, oh, my God. Okay, guess what I have in my house now? 
that that is mind-boggling, aside from the shambling, crazy old person. Um, <laughs> I've got I've got a 15-year-old Star Wars junkie in my house that I never thought would become a Star Wars junkie because mm-hmm. of Ray, and now because of Jin. My my daughter, who always thought Star Wars was kind of yeah, it was all right, something that Dad and Max were into. Mm-hmm. Now, she almost exhausts me with her Star Wars love. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I called my dad a couple weeks ago and I said, Dad, I. I kind of know what you went through through the 80s. I mean, yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm not necessarily sorry, but God, no wonder you're always taking naps after work. I thought it's just because you work so hard. No, you're just trying to turn your brain off before I barrage you with Star Wars. <laughs> My daughter writes Star Wars fan fiction for hours every single day because of Force Awakens. Uh, I've got Star Wars to share with my daughter. That's yeah. fantastic. So if, if Disney's going to put out some movies with strong female protagonists, do it. And I get to share Star Wars with my daughter and 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 have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Or my cousin Laura, who never liked Star Wars, is all of a sudden a huge fan. Cool. I just think that if you are a middle-aged white guy and can't relate to the characters in The Force Awakens, mm. that's on you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not on any, that. anything else but you. Yeah. You got something wrong in your head. You got a right? control room to thrash and daddy issues. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to get your shit straight. You need to talk to somebody. Yeah. All right. Oh. So <laughs> last week, well, I guess it would be two weeks ago, totally watched uh, Force Awakens with BB-8. Yes. Yep. That shit is hilarious. There, yeah, he ran out of batteries because I didn't charge him. Oh, the BB-8? No, yeah. you're supposed to have him on the charger. I, I want to borrow like, it. Yeah, I he was it? only half charged yeah. when I did it. And, uh, God, it was funny. I, like, he'll turn around and look at you. Like So you're supposed to face it at, it's like he's watching it, right? Mm-hmm. And certain stuff will happen. And he'll turn around and look at you and kind of dip his head down and be like, oh. How? Or he'll just, like, turn around and look at you and shake his head. Like, the part where, uh, like, where Finn goes, yeah, I'm totally with the resistance. He turned around and looked at uh, me and the mangler and shook his head like, no, he's not. <laughs> so wow. good. How, How did that, they sync that up? You know what I love about that? You have to have your, you well, have to have your phone you have right have, up by the yeah, speaker. If, if you've, got, oh, if you've so got the app on your phone, you have to have it next to the television so, yeah. that, so it, that the phone can hear it. It picks up the sound. Uh-huh. And, you need and, to then, have, okay. and you need to have your BB-8 on the charging uh, thing. Okay. Because okay. it will run thing, out of juice. Th- those things run out of juice quick. Yeah. Yeah. So you've you've got to position it just right, and okay. uh, it's the watch it's watch with me or something yeah, watch on me. the Sphero. That's app, pretty so. cool. I was so, laughing no. like I looked at the mailer. I was like, I'm sitting there bitching because the my fucking robot ran out of batteries. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the movie go, with go him. Back, like, go back Isn't to it my fucking life hard? Yeah. Go back to nine-year-old <laughs> Shannon and yeah. have that talk. Right? What oh, a, yeah. yeah what imagine age. what nine-year-old Shannon would have thought of that experience. So oh, uh, I, was, I was talking about that with just everything. Yeah. yeah. Nine-year-old Shannon would be like, wouldn't know what to do. You yeah, growing a beard right there. On well, the you have a robot. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to watch the movie with R two D two. You yeah. know. Oh, there it goes. Oh shit! There oh, Jimmy. poor Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy ran out of batteries. Oh, he that. ran out of battery. Our Jimmy ran out of battery. Okay. Oh, here he comes. He's back. But yeah, no, I'm just like thinking about like it, every time I walk in the like a toy store now. Yeah. I look at like at all the cool like superhero costumes and shit the kids have. Oh yeah. Yep. And I'm like, fuck. Here's. Here. I wish I could just like go back in time and grab. Nine-year-old Shannon, and just drop him in a toy aisle and just watch him go, have a stroke and die. Uh, that's, that's, but then I'd stop existing. That's, that's, that's oddly <laughs> present in my life. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, uh, the 14th viewing of Force Awakens realized that uh, there, there's still shit that you haven't seen. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, it was, uh, I, I watched it for the first time on my screen the other yeah. night, and I went, didn't see that in the theater. No. Didn't see no. that. Well, that's because you're watching it on the biggest screen you've ever Four- watched it on. Fourteenth yeah. time through Force Awakens, I realized that BB-8 actually introduces himself to fo- uh, to uh, Finn and Ray. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because after they escape from Jakku and they're like, oh, who are you? I'm I'm Finn and I'm Ray. And he goes, in the background. He actually introduces himself. You're fucking with me. No, now. he says his name. <laughs> he says his fucking name. It's Bill Hader saying his name. It's <laughs> he fucking with me. Yep. I'm not fucking with he's you. Fucking he does. He introduces himself because he's so I caught up in the moment. A blueberry. I, I still don't believe you. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll go in. Let's go we'll watch go Force Awakens watch. on your giant TV, Carrie, and we see will. if I'm wrong. We will. Uh, <laughs> Please turn up the surround sound so we can hear it clearly. I think he's, I think he's baiting you. I still you. can't believe your wife let you blow out that wall just to buy that TV. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was amazing is that they got the uh, the army to use all of those helicopters to bring it in. <laughs> I know, right? That sucker. There wasn't yeah. a truck big enough to haul it. I like watching TV on the Jumbotron. <laughs> That's pretty, I just, pretty nice. I, I didn't know they had home IMAX. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> The stadium seating in a basement. I'm trying it's to think. I'm trying to think of a name for the theater. Like it's, you know. it's the Jackson IMAX Theater. It's the. Uh, you already uh, named it. I thought it was called the Dink. It it is the, it is the Dink Theater for now, but I think that you know. I think you should call it the Center. Well, you know, Disney has the El Capitan. Maybe I could change it to the El Dinkatan. I don't know. <laughs> What's weird is like when you're in there. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> How about you should you should call it the Center Theater to commemorate the fact that a lot of us saw Empire Strikes Back at the same time at the center before theater. we ever met. Yeah, that's true. I'm always uncomfortable when you're in there watching shows. And, Ooh, and the kiss, I got one. And the kiss cam comes on. The kiss cam. <laughs> in, in honor in honor of our buddy, yeah. you should call it the and, and, and theater. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I will say I am never sneaking into the Jacksons' house at 2 a.m. to watch porn again. <laughs> it's just, it's a little too there. All right, before we take a break. Already? I'll tell you about this show, which I'll be watching in the theater. Mm. Jeff and Sherry were caught in a rut. This is a real show. Until they happened upon a bong. A bong? Capable of transporting them to any time or place. Oh, the they're, bong we have. That's now, pretty much most bongs. They're <laughs> now on a cush-fueled <laughs> adventure through some of the biggest events in history. The power of weed meets the power of time travel. Is it Kush that they're smoking? With appearances by dinosaurs, cave people, ancient Rome, or maybe it's Greece, I don't know. Shannon. The 1950s, leeches, Michael Jackson, and who knows. Shannon. It's coming to Comedy Central. Well, it's it's already been on. Shannon. What's it called? It debuted on 420. They got our bong. Time traveling bong. <laughs> that's where? How's the name of the show? <laughs> the name of the show. How did they get our bong? I was gonna say, where, where, there's there our bong went. This Seriously, we've been missing this bong since 1991. We 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 used it, and and Aeon Flux actually came into reality because of us. This this was on last oh week. It's uh, Broad City's Paul Downs and uh, Ileana Glacier. Sounds like they should call it Doctor Woe. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. Oh. <laughs> That's a solid joke again. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. And fucking Thank no you. one is giving it credit. I'm, Welcome I'm to my life. <laughs> Dr. Whoa. Credit. That's fucking... It's because it confuses us. No, it's it, it's a playoff <laughs> Doctor Who. What? Oh, that's great. Now that is a good yeah. joke. Come on, Jay. You say whoa. You say whoa. You're so funny to think of that. Jay. No, he thought of it. Shut up. It's not funny anymore. That's stupid. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, we overanalyzed. All, all the rest of you suck. Fucking, like, <laughs> now that you explain it, that is a very... Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what job. if Dr. Hey, Woe thanks. becomes a different actor over time, and after, like, 60 years, there's been 13 Dr. Well, Woes? They'll change the doctor every and time they change the dealer. Room. Yeah, yeah. Because, and, 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 and Dr. Who, who is spelled W-H-O? Uh-huh. Yeah. Woe is spelled W-H-O-A. No, it's W-O-A-H, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's Dr. Woe! 
And then there's Ric Flair's Doctor Woo! Doctor Woo! Woo! <laughs> now I'd watch that. Yeah. Ric Flair coming out of the TARDIS. <laughs> I'm in ancient Greece. Yeah. Woo! I'd come over there. I, I would see those legionnaires and Woo! Doctor. Punch it out of the what. I'm going to get those down. Woo! You guys made me feel like my joke isn't funny anymore. <laughs> No, it's it's still. I good. said it was. So, I stopped the podcast just to tell everyone to know. It's Jay. still good. It's still good. It's all right. Thank all you. Right. I did. I did a. I did <laughs> a rewind. Guys, sorry. He's in what? He's in a mid sugar crack. He really <laughs> is. I need some more jelly beans. Tony's right. caffeine crashing so hard. Tony. This motherfucker can't even do math in Third five. Third show, he'll be crying, uh, laughing. Every every episode has a shitty whalebone joke. Every episode, you just had yours. Uh, I know later you'll be crying. Oh, this is a good joke. Hey. It was a yeah, solid fucking. It, was it wasn't like a falcon wing <laughs> no, joke or something. Yeah, I mean, we just we just stared at it too hey, long. Yeah. Hey, listeners, try that joke out. Like, see if it works yeah, outside yeah, of the just podcast. Try, yeah, just like, hey, you hear there's a time traveling bong show. Doctor Whoa! Doctor Whoa! Say right, man. Say, say it like John Travolta. <laughs> Doctor Whoa! Whoa. Whoa! No, that no, that's uh, that's, that's Christopher Walken. No, no, that's uh, what's his face? That's Joey. All of, you, uh, all of you, oh, oh, yeah. blossom. All of you listening to this, I'm discouraging you from doing any of these things. No, <laughs> do it. Just don't do it. Do it. You like Here's... Doctor Who? Check out Doctor Who. Okay, I'm going to give you. I would do it just like that. Just because I love all of you, I'm going to give you a situation where you should not try that material. Okay. Say you're in an interview for a promotion at your job. Okay. Don't do it. Or, or if you're handcuffed. I have. The I have another yeah. example of where you shouldn't mm-hmm. do it ever. Wow. Ever. <laughs> what about okay now if you're Except if you're about if you're about to get to like second base with a Doctor Who fan, don't do it. No, no. I say somebody mm. all right, I'll mm. I'll pon- yes. uh, let's see. Hmm? As uh, this episode okay, yeah. as this episode is going, I will pony up. If someone can if someone can Snapchat, Instagram or or tweet at a su- and videotape a successful delivery of that material, you get free tickets to my show. Guarantee. Do yeah. it. Like, I, like, and I'll, I'll, I'll just, I will pony up the tickets. I think you should give it for like one, the most unsuccessful one. <laughs> you are gonna send tickets to somebody via pony? Yeah. Wow. All right. You're gonna, you're gonna give out so many free tickets because that joke's good. No, it's, it's got to be the best one. It's, uh, somebody just say whoa. And, it, and I'm it has, only picking one. Oh, okay. And it I'm has to be genuine. It has to be a genuine. Yeah. Like you <laughs> can't stage it. Yeah. Like, and I'll know. I'll know because yeah. I can sniff some bullshit out. That's right. Can't bullshit a bullshitter. That's Whoa. not that. That is the worst inhuman power of all, being able to sniff out bullshit. All right. Whoa. After, After these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Whoa. Whoa. I'm still talking about whales, bitch, you asshole. <laughs> Hi, this is Carrie. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into legal troubles, you could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. Rather than dealing with the issue yourself, text or call attorney Ryan J. Bichelle at 801-893-0095. Ryan's available anytime to answer just about any legal question. He's also a big fan of Geek Show and willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him at 801-893-0095. Lafayne Fortune Fish, Spirograph, and the reemergence of action figures by Funko Pop. Included in the inventory, they take special pride in their 70s customers. So stop for a trip down memory lane or make some new memories with tin totes, retro candy, and much more, including rubber duckies. Serving the meek, the geek, and yes, even the freak in your life since 1982. It's Cabin Fever. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. Cabin Fever. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's going on in April. 
The return of Grizzly Shark. Ryan Otley's magnificent monster magazine is back for a limited time. And Marvel continues its rich tradition of putting great creative teams on Moon Knight. Great book with a new number one. This time it's Jeff Lemire and art by Greg Smallwood. Uh, this month, Scott Snyder ends his five-year run on Batman. Snyder ends his epic run with a contemplative look back at Batman's battles for the past five years. You loved him as a kid, now share these with your kids. Relive your childhood. It's Darkwing Duck and Strawberry Shortcake. They have new series starting this month. And, of course, Free Comic Book Day is almost here. Saturday, May 7th, Dr. Volts is hosting the best Free Comic Book Day event in Utah. Everything store-wide is 20% off. Take advantage of that. Get your picture taken with the Mandalorian works and the superhero cosplays of Heroic and, of course, Free Comics. Toys, games, cards, t-shirts, collectibles, and a lot more. It's all at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. I'll see you next Wednesday. Hi, this is Carrie. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into legal troubles, you could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. Now, rather than dealing with the issue yourself, text or call attorney Ryan J. Bichelle at 801-893-0095. Ryan's available anytime to answer just about any legal question. He's also a big fan of Geek Show and willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him at 801-893-0095. Hey gamers, video and tabletop enthusiasts, Salt Lake Gaming Con is coming soon, June 2nd through the 4th at the Southtown Expo Center. Experience tournaments, demos, cosplay, panelists, and celebrities, including Stephen Ogg from Grand Theft Auto V and The Walking Dead. With thousands of gamers and hundreds of games to play, including free demos from Microsoft and PlayStation. Get your Ultimate Gamer Pass today at SaltLakeGamingCon.com. That's SaltLakeGamingCon.com. At Fresh Eatery, we're on a mission. We want to change the world of food. If you can't pronounce the ingredients in your meal, you probably shouldn't eat it. At Fresh, you don't need a PhD in chemistry to know what you're eating. Tasty sandwiches and wraps, wholesome soup, salads, and daily specials to power you up and keep you going strong. And if that's not enough, we've got a full-service coffee bar and decadent treats from Cakewalk Baking Company. Students get a 10% discount with their ID. We're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. You can call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277 or get delivery nearly anywhere in the Salt Lake Valley through Too Lazy for food.com fresh eatery saving the world one bite at a time broken news welcome to it i apologize for nothing and uh i we're just uh we're gonna start some music here in just a moment because we gotta raise a glass but first joining me for the broken news Shannon Burns. Hey. <laughs> Jimmy Martin is back. What's up, mainland? Hey, yeah. Making a stopover in fucking Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's actually might be some truth to that. So Jay Whitaker, everyone. I'm sad as shit. I'm still crying. Yep. Got purple tears and everything. And uh, Jimmy's friend counts us here as well. I'm back. I think he's all of our friends. I don't know. He's a friend of everyone. He is. He is. But that's that's how people know him, though. You better pick the right song from Big Movie. That's true. I'm not going to pick any song that you think I'm going to pick. I'm I'm picking two songs. Play the the first song. Prince songs that I fucking love that 
that I was the only person to play during all the tributes. And that you were only able to download on iTunes. You couldn't play my song. <laughs> and then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I got title. What's up? I can play them all right now. All right. But I'm going to play, I'm going to play, well, there's this one. This one's, this one's a good one. Let's see. Is it Pay the Rent, Gina? Pay the Rent, Gina is what it's called. Ah, here we go. Hey, nobody knows this one. Well, he has like 80 albums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I, mean, I guess he did pretty good. He did all right. He did all right. But this is uh, Starfish and Coffee. I fucks with Did, this. I, did I tell you guys how when I found out? Oh, it's, it's a good story. <laughs> so I just landed in a... Hey, let me turn this down. Oh, you're good. There we go. I just landed in L.A. from, from Hawaii. Mm. From, from where? From Hawaii. Excuse yeah. me, where? Maui. Boring. Fucking <laughs> Maui. Gross. He just drops that like... Yeah. Idaho. It's a part of the story. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not relevant. Okay. Anyway. Idaho. So, yeah. <laughs> so I had to get an Uber to... Beverly Hills, if you want me to keep naming oh, shit. Oh, geez, God. Poor anyway, oh. so I get an Uber, right? And I, I have a driver named Gina. And mm-hmm. uh, she, first of all, she drives like a fucking bat out of hell. Okay, right. I drive like a maniac. She made me nauseous in the back seat. And, she's like, and she tells me, she goes, oh, there's a rumor that someone died on the, the Prince estate. Mm-hmm. But they don't, they're not saying who it is yet. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, wow, that's weird. Okay. And, she, and I didn't know that he was hospitalized a couple days before. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, like maybe... Four minutes later, the the DJ gets on the you know on the mic and she's like, "Uh, so yeah, it's confirmed, seen and confirmed it. It Prince has died." Mm-hmm. And she goes, "No!" Yep. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" <laughs> she, she's gonna crash this fucking car, <laughs> like over and over. And I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> you poor, get control, Gina, Gina. Man. Pull I'm, over, Gina. I was. <laughs> Damn, Gina. Did right. you drive the rest of the way, Jimmy? <laughs> you should have. <laughs> I was at work when that shit happened, and yeah, I was me too. I, I was with a, I was working with a client, and I just saw the thing pop up, and I was keeping an eye, and you know he's like, everything all right? You still there? And I'm like, yeah, like, because I it, they they were still trying to confirm. Yeah, yeah. And then ten minutes later, they confirm, and I get the head like my my screen refreshed, and I said, sir, I'm gonna need to call you back. <laughs> and he's like, everything all right? I said. Well, sir, I hate to be the person that tells you uh, Prince has passed. He says, for real? Like, yeah. we, we both, yeah. unprof- like, professionalism went out the fucking door. <laughs> We're both on this call together. And he goes, the fuck out of here. No joke. And he's like, yeah, man, I'll call you back. And so, like, we call, like we put we put the upgrade on, on mm-hmm. pause for about 15 minutes. And I hit him up through sending emails, like, you ready? And he's like, yeah. Well, both of you had people to call. Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> My yeah. pop, my pops called me. My sure. pops, Papa Felix called me. Sent he, and he, because he, he, he's not sm- technologically yeah. smart, so he just took pictures of his TV screen. <laughs> 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 I got all these pictures of my dad's TV that just says Prince died, Prince died, and I'm like, fuck. And we and like, and I started losing my shit at work. Mm-hmm. I was like, guys, and everybody's like looking at me like, like there's a lot of, I work with a lot of white people, and they look at me like, what the fuck, like they don't really, did you. Look at him and go, he's the black David Bowie, no, that's man. A, no, that's, that's exactly no, that's exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly where I was going with this. Like, I look over, and, and no joke, I work with a guy named Skyler. Shit you not. Of course. Skyler. Yeah. And he's like looking at me and like trying to figure it out. And I go, and I point at him, I go, David Bowie. And he goes, 
Oh. And I, I look at him, I go, I get it now. Because he, he lost his shit when David Bowie. And I'm like, yeah. I like David Bowie, but yeah. it wasn't like, yeah, it, didn't yeah. fuck, it didn't fuck me up like when Prince died. Yeah. See, both of them fucked me up. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, me too. They're both, I would pretty much say, on the same level. Well, yeah. Both, oh, easily. Both see, geniuses. Yeah. No I, question. All sex is canceled. That's the best <laughs> headline that Shannon <laughs> All put. sex is canceled. I had a crush on a girl <laughs> in high school who was absolutely in love with Prince. And every time she listened to him, I was so fucking jealous. It <laughs> yeah. just made me so mad. But then I got into it. And uh, he, he was just huge. I mean, I saw him uh, perform. If you ever saw him perform. I saw him perform. I for didn't. fuck's I sake. Just an amazing I saw him at, uh, was it Usana? Is it yeah, Usana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Kat and I saw him. Yeah, we were at I show. almost forgot that I saw him. I was like, oh, shit. Because it was like 10 years ago. It or was. Wow. And he was doing like a greatest hits tour. Yep. He, was, he was doing all the hits. Yep. And uh, just an amazing. And you go, what a goddamn brilliant guitar player. Yep. I mean, Makes you see that thing with you know, it? Somebody asked uh, Eric uh, Clapton one time. Yeah. What is it like? Uh, what does it feel like to be the best guitarist on earth? He said, I don't know. Why don't you ask Prince? Yep. <laughs> <It's> Prince. <laughs> yep. For real. No. And the last time, actually, if you want to see a good performance by Prince, it's probably online somewhere, is when he did Saturday Night Live. Holy yes, shit, yes. I couldn't believe it. Yep. Well, they, they fucking they, destroyed yeah, it. They, they played it this past week. Yeah, they, they? they played all this all performance. All of stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing it's a bad thing. I will... Uh, Tip my hat to MTV for what they did. Yep. Where they canceled all their shows and they just played Prince music videos nonstop. Hey, how about that? The death of Prince will get MTV to play music videos. Wow. Yes. And the, de- and the, de- wow. And the death of Prince also increased title si- uh, title membership signups through the roof. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Because no one wanted to sign up with title. Like, I, I, like Kanye released his album, you know, and everyone was like, okay, good for you, Kanye. Well, I'll check it out in two weeks when you put it on iTunes. Prince dies, and the o- the only place you can digitally get his music that's streaming well, his is newer stuff. Yeah, well, that well, no, everything, everything. That's two things that yeah. reminds me of is, is on title. Is uh, it's sad that it. I think Egg posted it uh, that it's sad that it took the death of a legend to get MTV to do what it was supposed to fucking do exactly. for this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing you mentioned, Kanye. One of my favorite things out of all this was a picture of uh, what's the guy? Anderson f- Cooper. Yeah, Anderson yeah, yeah, Cooper, yeah. and it said. More sad news from the music industry. Kanye West found alive in his apartment this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this this is the one I, I wanted to play for you. This is my favorite my favorite Prince oh, tune. Oh, my dad used to play this one. Housequake? Yep. See, they even have the Batman album on title. Yeah. Do you have title? Yeah, I got it. Can we Cuz you got to play that Bluetooth it? Let's let's plug it in. One yeah. of my favorite songs of Prince and it's, it's I get it. Everybody's like it's, it's not Bat Dance. I never cared about bandits. It's trust. Terrible. You want me to put yeah. it on trust? I love trust, trust so much. Well, did you guys hear that they they're predicting the death of Prince is going to also have a very like huge <laughs> effect on, on music. the world? Yeah. No, on the world in general. How? Yeah. Uh, they're predicting that suicide bombings are just going to drop <laughs> because there's going to be no more virgins in heaven. Shannon. Shut up. Already, damn. Shannon, you should just you just walked out of the room right now. That's it. It's not getting better. <laughs> there it goes. Oh, the, ladies and gentlemen, that was the mic dropping. Shannon, you should make a very insensitive flag this, at work tomorrow. Now this guitar riff right here. Yeah. There was an interview in the Atlantic with Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top, and he said that uh, he he went into a place once. Prince was there and said, "Come over, let's talk about guitar playing." And he said, uh, you, you know, they, they, they trade secrets back and forth. Yeah. And Billy Gibbons says, I still can't get that beginning of, uh, of, of When Doves Cry, that guitar riff. I've tried, and I can't do it. And Prince just smiled and says, yeah, that one gets me, too. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. This is, this is title on Hi-Fi. We're listening to Prince on Hi-Fi. Oh, God damn. This, yeah, again... How and, full does and that I remember, sound? I remember 
I'm working in, in country radio with this asshole, Charlie Cruz was his name. And uh, he, he couldn't figure out Prince. He just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, I don't, get it. I don't understand why the women like this gay guy so much. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, he is so far from gay. Yeah, yeah. He gets more pussy than you will you ever, ever imagine, imagine in your life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Purple rain is all the beat up pussy that he was getting and, 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 just and, raining down on him. And then I looked at him and I said, your girlfriend would fuck him. His, <laughs> right? his wife, his mom, yes. his sister. Everybody. I don't care how, All at the same time. how committed of a relationship <laughs> yep. you have with your wife or girlfriend. She will fuck him. Yep. All right? Given the opportunity. Yep. You know. <laughs> and no, no dude I, should be mad about that. No, it's I, cool. I, no, dude, it, think, think about how much ass you got in the past 20 years. Yeah, he just did that about five minutes ago. <laughs> you know, I, Some I, of the same ass. Like your girl <laughs> walks up and says, baby, um, we got to talk. No. See, I, yeah. Listen, when she we goes, went um, to that, uh, I fuck Prince. And we're like, <laughs> hold on, okay, I got to call yeah, Jay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm going to call Jay. <laughs> when we went to that Prince show, I told Sue, I said, if you get a chance, I won't hold it against yeah. you. Yeah, God. Carrie, you got a man. chance. You if should. I got because, a chance. But here's the thing, because the next time I, I fuck my fuck girlfriend, you. I'd be like sort of fucking Prince. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So anyway, this is. I grew up in a Prince household. See, my like when Michael Jackson passed, I was like, I'm that's sad. Yeah. Like I, I, and, I did and that. Then, like and a lot and like everybody, because yeah. we had this debate in the barbershop the, the day it happened. <laughs> 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 Shut up. <laughs> He says the words and then he realizes. It. Yeah, no, but we did have this debate: who was better, Michael or Prince? And I, oh, Prince. For, for me, it was. Prince what did Ice Cube say? <laughs> no, well, Common actually went oh, first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. No, what, uh, what did Eddie Murphy dressed as an old Jew have to say? Go, <laughs> I want to know what Cedric thought. That dude's funny. <laughs> oh, see, oh, see, see, Rick. Yeah. No, but uh, at my barbershop, oh. Calhoun first. Yes. My boy Calhoun, he, right. he's a big Michael fan, but I was like, man, it's got to be for me. It's, it's Prince, Prince yeah. because I'm like 100. But then, but he was like, why? And I'm like, he's like, why was a young, like I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. like five years old. He's like, why is a young kid listening to Prince? I'm like, my dad was very single and on the, you know, on the rebound. So like, yeah, he was, he had some, you know, he had some girls falling through every now and then, and yeah. His favorite song was Head. <laughs> Head. Head is a great song by yeah. Prince. And then the first song that my favorite, like my favorite has got to be, uh, uh, what is it, For You? The, his first album, For You, yeah. the first song, well, technically it's the intro track, and then there's the second song, which is the first song you ever hear from Prince, is In Love. That shit is, like, as soon as yeah. you hear it, he's like, and, and he wrote some songs that I'll bet you didn't know that he wrote that uh, Stevie Tenado. Nicks song, uh, song, Stand Back. No, he wrote a bunch of... He like wrote that, that and played no. keyboard on He that wrote Express thing. Yourself by N.W.A. Did he? No, I'm just no. <laughs> <laughs> He wrote the first song I ever masturbated to. Well, um, Darling Nikki, come on. Oh, really? Of course. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you masturbating to songs? <laughs> you ever listen to that song? <laughs> yeah, I have. The, word, I, the words, Jimmy, are explicit. I, I know. You should pay, maybe pay better attention. <laughs> I did legs today, Talk and to me. I had my phone blasting Prince, and everybody was looking at me like, "Why? Like, don't you have headphones? I'm like, it's fucking Prince. They look at me, I'm like, it's fucking Prince. Yeah. Are you really going to judge me on a Sunday? Yeah. Shut up. Exactly. I'm surprised they didn't ask you to turn it up. That's what I would have I know. Some people, some people got window. Anyway, Prince. Prince. Yes. Everybody. Whatever it is. Drink one. There's something in there. Oh, they got vodka in there. Oh, yeah. Mm. There we go. There we go. Ooh, that, yeah, that is definitely vodka. It's age too. Yeah, since since Comic Con. Yeah. Mm, I can ta- I can taste the bo. Mm. <laughs> All right. So there's that. Uh, secondly, uh, in uh, broken news, um, 
I don't know where you're listening to this podcast. If, uh, if it's not in the state of Utah, you probably may or may not have heard about this story. Such a good story. But once again, uh, we're uh, making embarrassing headlines again. Yes. We're bad famous Did you again. hear the, the recent update like an hour ago? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the, the Liquor Commission here, and they've done it before with Brewies, uh, where we used to hold movie night. Uh, would cite them because of a, a statement in one of the liquor laws about uh, they <laughs> and they don't even differentiate. It's just if if uh, sex acts are portrayed in front of you, you the, if there's liquor served, that's a violation. So and like, violation of liquor license. And I think the intention of it was like so here the, the strip clubs that you can get liquor yeah. at here in Utah. They have to wear pasties and they have to wear Bottoms. like a tea back, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and in fact, like when I. Uh, we were so paranoid at birth, so we wouldn't, sh- you know. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we did. We didn't give a fuck. We sh- still showed dirty yeah. movies and stuff. But, uh, yeah, poor Bruvy. I- yeah, so they got fined again. This is the second time. The first time they got fined for Hangover 2. Now, here's, and here's you know what the thing. deal with that was? A, a, a strip club Sign called the and times. knocked him off. A strip club knocked on him? Oh, yeah. Oh. Really? Because, well, it's not so much, it's not like the strip club, it was like a really shitty thing. Uh, it's not the strip club was getting fined for anything. They were just pissed because they're like, exactly. Look, we can't serve alcohol. You know, yeah. if we serve alcohol, they have to wear pasties and bottoms. Uh, there's like a place up in North uh, Salt Lake that just serves like sodas and shit, and yeah. the girls can get fully North, naked. Northern yeah. exposure. Yeah. So they're like, so yeah. why can why can't we do that? But that movie theater downtown is serving alcohol because they're not but, real people. But anyway. exactly. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I kind of get where it's kind of protecting the girls. I mean, not really. If anybody's gonna jump on stage and do it, they're not. You know, nothing they're gonna really. get murdered by the giant door people there. But sure. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, what am I supposed to like? What if I got hammered and went to go see Deadpool? Am I gonna like rush the screen and start like grabbing at it? I mean, like, what what are you protecting? Well, no, like, so exactly. like during the, during the National Women's Day scene, what do you like? I was there. Remember, I went saw it really drunk. You and I both did. Yeah, and uh, I didn't hop up and go, I'm going to, ah, somebody fucked me in the ass. I didn't. <laughs> Same with Ted. Now, now here's the right. thing, though. Ted. Here's yeah. what gets me, and this is what really pisses me off, is because it's sexist as fuck. And here's the reason why. Mm-hmm. What does both Deadpool and The Hangover 2 have in it that in a lot of things didn't? Well, it's dick. Ah. It's dick. It's because you know who might have turned him in? It wasn't me. Carrie <laughs> it Jackson. Wasn't oh. <laughs> it was not me. Because here's the thing. I, we were talking about this before we came here at at, at the bar. Uh, we said, uh, "By the way, we're recording it, this at, new, at, at two, at three noon, o'clock, two, three, whatever." <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, but I wouldn't want to like put gasoline on the fire. Mm-hmm. But if I was Bruvy's lawyer, I'd be like, "Okay, so they were fined at Hangover Two, yeah. right? How many things did they show that had you know breast, vaginas, whatever well, you want to talk a about, lot. It, or even just sex in it?" Yeah. But then once again, Fifty Shades of Grey, dick. Well, mm. you know what I mean? like. But that's not the, the scene, Jimmy. It's the calendar girl sequence that they're pissed off about. This, oh, the pegging? Well, it's the pegging yeah, and, yeah. believe it or not, the animation at the end where he jacks off his unicorn's horn yeah. and it explodes they a know. simulated orgasm. What the fuck? That wasn't a dick? That was a simulated wait, 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 wait. orgasm so is how they're looking the at The DABC it. does realize that unicorns aren't real, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. It's a fake super. <laughs> and they also know that you don't come rainbows. Yeah. It's a fake superhero jerking off a fake unicorn. You can you can uh-huh. call it all you want. All I'm saying is that both those movies had dick. Yeah. yeah. No, here's the thing. And Actually, that's to me like there's a watch a movie called uh, this film is not yet rated, and they, there's a huge thing about how it's complete bullshit on how, how movies are rated. Where if it shows a, a female naked, it's mm-hmm. rated R, maybe even PG-13 if it's just boobs or something. But the second you show a dick. Either it's NC seventeen or, or R. Well, Dude, I, I agree with that. I agree. Shut up. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> fucking what, what's her face? Uh, 
uh, Khaleesi, Amelia Clark. Yeah. She went on, what was it, Conan? Yeah. I think it was Conan, basically said, free the penis. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, oh, yeah. and I'm sorry. I'll say it right in front of all four of you. Free the fucking penis. We need, it's time we do it. I'm not. You don't have to talk to me. I'm not scared of the penis. Yeah. I just. Can, can I, hey, can, can I, I can just, look at it? Sometimes I like. Oh, like, can the uh, episode like on Game of Thrones? There's that one guy, and he got his uh, dick before he got his dick cut up. I was like, well, that's a pretty good looking penis. Yeah. <laughs> Free the penis, guy. I mean, like, <laughs> seriously, Carrie. I know it's gonna be difficult for you. Can we call the episode Free the Pen? Well, it's already. It's actually already named Dick. Oh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Are you serious? I wrote it. You could see. I want. I want a full disclosure here. I want you to see. That's the name of the episode. It does say dick. It says dick. Right? All right, so you know what? You know what to do. Free the dick. I mean, like we just. We just. <laughs> nah, I like free the penis. Can, can, can I just? Like, I just like the fact that we listen to Prince and talking about nudity. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. this feels right. Well, yes. I just want to also ask though. So <laughs> yes. Can I going back to the. They'd yeah. be mad about the unicorn. Oh, yeah. God, this that's, is such a great song. They called it a simulated orgasm. Well, okay, so I'm so I'm confused. I've never uh, jerked off a Mormon dude before. Do they come rainbows? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but what's going on is that uh, there is a, uh, uh, a Rocky Anderson, former Salt Lake mayor, is representing Bruvies. And, and just sick, and he's sick of Utah's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people are. Is he doing yeah. it pro bono? Or is he, uh, no, he's not doing or, it pro bono. Okay. He's, <laughs> well, I don't know if he was like, hey, I'm, I'm no, with you guys. There's, there's, there's a, what is it, a GoFundMe or GoFundMe. something? GoFundMe. Yeah. yeah. And, Which, uh, yeah. Like, there's so many things we could be pouring our money and resources into. Let, let's talk well, about the fucking the air, education. Taxes oh, yeah. paid for those fucking movie tickets and those beers. Yeah. yeah. And here's the other thing you about mean, that you vice mean the two undercover guys. That yeah. Went three. Yeah. yeah. Three? Three. Three. So this, was, a, this was an op. I mean, yeah. this had to be planned. Well, straight yeah. up, one of, these other, one of these fucking vice cops already had seen Deadpool. Yeah, they'd already seen it. So, so the, the, the thing so is... So they went there to strictly fuck with Brubies. Yeah. They did it on purpose. Set up. Yeah. yeah. We said be the nine-year-old, so not the ninety-year-old. Exactly, asshole. But, yeah. uh, but uh, as of a few hours ago of this recording, someone named Ryan Reynolds. I hope it's him. Donated five grand. It's amazing to prove his cause. It, yeah. it's totally him. amazing. If it's him, he's like my new fucking love. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's like, always. I, mean, I love him, but you yeah. know he's what I like mean. Like right up there with Chris Pratt, like in the, one of the yeah. coolest yeah. guys. Yep. Well, oh, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Because like, uh, could you? What's five thousand dollars to him? Uh, I, yeah. After Deadpool, nothing. After Deadpool. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. It's a huge gesture and show of yeah. support. Yeah. that's what it is. So, I mean, so, I mean that, yeah, it's it's great. It's amazing. So, so there's that. We needed that too, and like, because it, it, like I, I saw that right on the way here, and I was like, I needed that. Yeah. I just mm. need to hear that. I totally. just, I don't. At the end of the day, what are you protecting? Nothing. 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 Not a goddamn thing. It's just that they think there needs strip clubs. I kind of get it. Yeah, because there's a person there that can be harmed. Yeah, sure. But I've also been to other cities where all that shit doesn't exist. And guess what? I have never seen someone. You know, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I've never seen someone jump the stage. Like, like, you know, if someone gets hammered, they're gonna jump somebody. You know, people are are gonna behave the way they are when they're drunk. Mm -hmm. But in a movie theater, you're not changing anything. There's no, no, there's no uh, one in harm's way. I, I've been yeah. places out of state where it looks like somebody's waving an RV sandwich in front of my face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. And, we oh have my the meat. <laughs> and nobody's been harmed. I mean, I'll tell you, I've been to Atlanta strip clubs. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You've been, <laughs> a, Mag- you've been in Magic City? No. Okay, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, the fact City. that they need, think they need to have legislation yeah. to protect, like, that... Like I'm gonna walk in and start watching uh, Deadpool, and have some drinks, 
and then we're all just going to start fucking raping each other in the theater. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's not about the content, guys. It's about the ability to impose a century and a half old yeah. Here's what probably na- notion of morality yeah. on your people. That's exactly. what it's no, about. It's here's not what, about the thing itself. Here's what happened. That guy that did see Deadpool and set up this whole op, yeah. here's what happened. He saw it with his wife. Got aroused. <laughs> she got aroused oh, yes, and was like, you know what? It is International Women's Day. <laughs> and so he came back with a fucking vengeance. He's like, I'm stopping this movie. What? Dave, what's your big deal? I just want I just want the movie out of theaters now. Why so, do you have a hemorrhoid pill yeah, with you? <laughs> this is and, 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 and taking this away from Utah and focusing it back into the world, and specifically the United States, here's the thing. It seems to be that the uh, the old, as I call it, and that's O-L-D-E, Ye old. Ye old, who are still large and in charge, they got to go. And I'm not just talking about the Utah legislature. I'm talking about nationwide. Mm-hmm. Yep. You need to get out, hey, liberals, not just in a presidential election, but every fucking election. Yep. Dude, and if, you've got to get the old out of there. If we don't get the turnout, for, like, like, and here's the thing, yeah. especially here in Utah, man, if we don't get the kind of turnout we got for the, mm-hmm. uh, for the primaries... Yeah, for the national election. Well, yes. fuck it. I know we are not going to affect the national election. No, but we could finally. It's, it's we could finally your, do something here in, your in own, fucking Utah. It's in your own burg, wherever yeah. it is. Yeah. You got to get that old thing out of there. Got to get rid of fucking Mike What's Lee, this, yeah. and Jason oh, Chaffin, all those and fucking hurt. Fuck you, And I don't Herbert. care who it is. I'm voting for the blue. No matter who. Yeah. All totally. Right? I don't care if they're, <laughs> the, yeah. if they're a bigger fuck-up. I just want those old fuck-ups yeah. out. Right. Yeah. I don't care. My you biggest know. thing with this Fucking whole... Fucking orange zombie orange hash. Oh. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing with this is just... And like... And it's... I've been traveling. And I'll tell you a story that mm-hmm. Kat brought up. But this one in particular, it's like people just look at us. And they, you know, they're like, the fuck is wrong with them? Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and it's not that this was a whole state thing. This was a local thing. But the whole... Uh, when we were in Hawaii, someone brought up because we said we're from Utah, and the guy goes, it was our taxi driver, goes, Oh, that's where that they wouldn't serve Polynesians. Mm. And I was like, Wow. Yeah, I remember that. And Kat goes, You heard about that? Yeah. And they, obviously they have a great you know Polynesian you know population there. And he huge. goes, Oh yeah, it was, it was big here. And I was yeah. like, Oh yeah. And it's kind of like this, like just slap on the like, head. Like, like, what like the everywhere. fuck is wrong with people? I gotta ask one time if Mormons actually had tails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shitting yeah. you in Denver. But it's, but it's not just here. It's it's North Carolina, man. Yeah. It's 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 everywhere. Yep. You, you gotta get rid of that old thing. You yep. gotta get it out of your life. All a right? lot of people ask me questions just because I'm a military guy. And yeah. they're like, what was it like coming coming from wherever you came I'll, from? I'll say, and too. It's fucking weird. There was a, a giant debate on Big Booby Maltov's Facebook page about this, this whole mm. thing. And this girl was trying to defend it. Like, you know, they are breaking the law. They are breaking it like that. And I was like, yes. I, I didn't respond because like, I, I, I just let them have it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I'm all for debates. One guy was like, well, you're just pissed because you took your date there and he wouldn't fuck you after. And I was like, that's not. That's not. Stop okay. it. And I deleted that one. I was like, calm down. Yeah. I love debates. Here it is. And I go. And, but a lot of people were like, yeah, it may be law. It doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it yeah. right. You know, right. like because right, slavery was law once. Yeah, I'm sure there was oh, yeah. a lot of laws. Yeah. You know, like there's and, a lot of laws it, that were overturned because guess what? They were unconstitutional. There yeah. are probably still cities in this country that have fines for spitting on the sidewalk. Yes. It doesn't mean it's not time to <laughs> yeah. update things. Yeah, yeah. in Georgia, exactly. you can still beat your wife on the on the courthouse uh, at twelve at twelve noon. That's a fact. <laughs> what? Like on court, it's what? on courthouse steps. Like you got to get in the car. That was and drive a, that's a law. There. It's still a law. Do you know? It's also here's some weird Utah laws for you. It's also illegal to have a nuclear weapon. Weird. Weird, right? 
also, but that's not weird. I would, I would, I, I would say that's, that's a good law. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that one. <laughs> yeah, but it's also it's also illegal in Utah to go whale hunting. Weird. Um, it's also illegal in Utah to cause a catastrophe. Don't, they don't define a catastrophe. They just said it's illegal to cause one. This oh, podcast. Shit. This podcast. I was gonna say my fucking marriage. <laughs> yes. All right. These are, that's actually anyway. Utah law. Oh. So let's 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 power forward here. Oh boy. Out with the old. Uh, every yeah. every yes. every chance. Yes, out with the old. Yes, in sir. with the the penis. I would say out with the old. In with the blue. Right in Carrie Jackson. I like that. Yeah. Right in oh, Carrie Jackson. Yeah, that would never happen. <laughs> Yo, man. You know, I'd have to quit my radio job to do that. You would. All right, yeah, don't would. write in Carrie Jackson. Yeah, so don't. Write Jimmy me. Martin. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. Put me down for Board of Education. There you How go. about that? The childless drunk. Put him in charge of the kids. Yeah. Hey, vote. Hey, let's see if we can do it again. Shannon Barton, come here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, real quick here. Uh, I wish I wish Lee was here for this because he loves Rom the Space Knight. And uh, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is uh, starting to uh, take shape, and they've brought in some really good writers to write these movies. I'm talking the, uh, you know, Rom the Space Knight, Mask. Remember Mask? Visionaries. No, this is a Marvel Mattel. Micronauts. You said Marvel. And G.I. Joe. Did I say Marvel? Mattel. Hasbro, Hasbro Cinematic yeah. Universe. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, did they're, I say Marvel? Yeah, that's I was like, mixing what? all these. I heard about Sorry these. about that. But just look it up. They're bringing in some real heavy hitters, and we'll go into it in a later episode. But uh, just Google Hasbro Cinematic Universe. They've got Michael Chabon, Brian K. Vaughn, Lindsey Beer. They've got what? I mean, huge names that are they're bringing in Those to write these, these yeah. movies. Joe, Joe Robert Cole, Jeff Pinkner. Uh, I mean, it's just an amazing list of writers that they've got to write about fucking toys. God, what world do we live in? I don't know. A good one? <laughs> All right. A good one. Uh, let's see. There's that. Uh, let's see. Luke uh, Cage is uh, done, I guess, and going to be on in September. The awesome. next thing that they're going to shoot is they're starting to, uh, Defenders. Nice. That's really? so cool. So, uh, because uh, Charlie Cox says Defenders shooting this year, Daredevil Season 3, he hasn't heard yet. So they're moving right into Defenders. That's nice. so cool. After uh, Danny Rand, after Iron Fist. So there you go. That's, this it's, is the, it's on its way. This is the first song Cat ever sang karaoke. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a good choice. Yeah. Did you sing it with her? No, actually, my, my friend Justin, who passed away, did it. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is uh, a great song. This is a great Warner song. Brothers has confirmed that uh, there will be a solo Batman film and that Ben Affleck's going to star, write, and direct. Yeah. I heard he already turned in the script. Yeah. yeah. It's been confirmed. He's yeah, like, so let's is. just get this shit done. Sure. I won't be Batman. Wait, wait. <laughs> I hope we find out how I became Batman. Did you hear, I hope so too. Did you hear about the fucking uh, dude that was giving death threats over to a uh, to a film critic? Yes. Yeah, I read about what? that. What? Yeah. There was a there was a guy who was giving so a, a film critic death threats over bad reviews for Batman v Superman. Oh my goodness. Call it an opinion. Yeah, exactly. Don't read his shit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Death um, threats. But wow. uh, and then the other news is that the Inhumans movie from Marvel has been uh, not only pushed back, but there is no release date now. Yeah, oh it's, god, it's, that's, it's off the table. That's not saying that it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just Kevin Feige says we got this Spider-Man thing that we can play with now. We yeah. got a good feeling about it, yeah. <laughs> which is know? fair. So oh. we're, you know, we're biggest throw some of that shit. In there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's your big gun of your franchise. Exactly. I mean, you might as well. I mean, Tom uh, yeah. Holland is Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has officially joined the Spider-Man yes. movie. Yes. You, Which you'll see why it makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you brought up Emilia Clark earlier. Uh, this is another little bit of non-casting news. They ask her, hey, are you going to play Sarah Connor again? She go, Her actual quote was, no, no, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And um, I'm going to save this for a later time. Uh, Tilda Swindon has uh, responded to the uh, Doctor Strange I saw this uh, Asian whitewashing uh-huh. thing just briefly you, if you can look you can look it up online 
Uh, she said, uh, uh, you know, when talking about isn't that an Asian character, she said, uh, uh, well, actually, uh, no, I was not cast as playing an Asian character. Yeah, the, she, said she said the script they gave me didn't have an Asian yeah, character. It's not an Asian role. character. That's hmm. all I can tell you. Yeah. So you just have to wait and see. So how they I, switch it around, we'll see. She's an amazing actress. Yeah, it don't matter and to that's, me. Yeah, to me, like, any role can be played by any gender or race. I don't give a yeah. shit. Like, wasn't there, there was a girl that was getting shit out in, like, London for, uh, there was, like, some Harry Potter play. Yeah. It was, like, a black girl playing her, Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? She's a good actress. Let her yeah, do it. Exactly. Well, exactly. And yeah. apparently in the book, it doesn't say. None of I don't the give books, a shit if it did. None of the yeah. books point in that because direction. Because she's a redheaded ginger so, with freckles. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I also, mean, hmm? I just think, yeah, there's two. I think we do need to let it go, you know? Yeah. Just let it just let it go. Wait, now, yeah, wait to see the performance and how it's laid out. Right. Now, you if know? I saw Jason Bateman being cast as Black Panther, I'd fucking lose my mind. But if he was really good at it, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's a good actor. He's a good fucking actor. Fucking Jason Bateman. Michael Bluth is Black Panther. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one time. the one. Well, I guess you got Falcon, but it was like yeah. the one black actor like, Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason <laughs> Bateman. You, you, have you seen him read? Oh my God, he was fantastic. He's really good. He's really good. <laughs> Everyone's pissed off about this Ghost in the Machine movie too. So yeah, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. And there was, I think, the writer said she's a good actress. Yeah. You know, we didn't think there would be an Asian person playing that role. So, yeah. just as long as she's uh, good, that's all that we ask for: is good story and a good actor. Uh, speaking of which, Willem Dafoe is going to be in the Justice League movie. As? They're not saying. Bullshit. Just a good guy. They're just saying he's a good guy. He's That's a good all guy. They're saying. You know who I hope he plays? Green Goblin? Marvin. I hope he plays the question. Remember Marvin? So I don't have to see his oh. face. Oh, uh, Marvin, Wendy, and Wonder Dog? Yeah. <laughs> He'd be who, perfect. Who could he play as a good Martian Manhunter? Uh, no. he's, got, he's got the cheekbones for it. I don't think, well, he, do, wa- I don't do think he wants to play another Martian again. I think he had a bad time. Bad experience. Well, the Martian was. Remember he's talking about John Carter. John Carter. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think he wants was, to play a Martian. That's bullshit, though. That's John racist. Ca- John dude. Carter was a good movie. It was. I'm sorry. It I know. It, I know it flopped, but it was yeah. a good movie. Uh, Doug Jones from uh, like Hellboy and Buffy. You know, he's the guy who's Everything. famous for being creatures. Uh, Silver Surfer. Uh, he's going to play. Oh, yeah. He's going to play Count Orlock in a remake of Nosferatu. That's so cool. that. That'll be cool. He's in every Guillermo del Toro movie that's ever been made. Too. And. Uh, <laughs> John Johnson, film director, was asked on the set of one of his movies, a PA, hypothetical question. So what movie would you remake if given a chance? And he said, Plan 9 from Outer Space. What? <laughs> and somebody said, here's some money. Oh, what? I wish it worked that way for Is that us. how it works? That's how it works. Uh, he said, uh, the reason I want to remake Plan 9 from Outer Space is that Ed meant for this film to be taken seriously and affect audiences in a hard way, but he just couldn't seem to get it there. So now, 50 years later, I'm going to try. It's not so much as a remake as a tribute to the movie and the man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go see Ed Wood. That's all you need. Stay yeah. Still. Stay still. I'm taking a picture of you. Are you on? Okay. Yeah. All right. How are you? There we go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right. I'm gonna use it to promote something. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Uh, anything else before we uh, go back? Because we got a, We got some, um, some interviews coming up. Yeah, go ahead. I got something. Right. Hello, Beyonce just dropped a new album out of nowhere. What? <laughs> I got the text at 8 p.m. last night and lost my shit. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. It's it is, it's, it's just it's named Lemonade. Lemonade. It's it's, it's all over Twitter. It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a chance to listen. And yet. it's exclusively on Tidal. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Tidal's just taking everything. I, it was I know. H- like honestly, like this is like. I thought it was an HBO it, thing. If yeah, that too. But if you're if you're like if you want to stream it, yeah, it's it's on Tidal. I mean, like, yeah. I, 
And there's all these conspiracies out there, which, which they're saying uh, the Illuminati killed Prince to increase title sales. It's fucking crazy. It's the internet is the internet is crazy. Don't believe the it. Most Illuminati. Of it. Don't yes. believe most of it. Oh yeah. I'll uh, try to get to that Beyonce album sometime before I die. You will. It, no man, you got to do it, man. Beyonce. You better do it or some Rosicrucian dude, assassin is going to come after you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you better listen to the Queen. Queen Anything Beyonce. Else? Uh, I got a few things. One is um, the one thing I can say, like review wise for Civil War. Mm-hmm. I'll just say because mm-hmm. I'll just say my Disney rep sent me a text. Yes. And he saw it. I talked to him the other day. Yeah. Oh, he's seen it finally. He finally saw okay. it. He texted me, and I, <laughs> he goes, I saw Civil War. And I go, what'd you think? And his text was just this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to see a bad he review. He kept trying to tell me stuff, and I was like, shut up, Aaron. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, I've yet to see a bad review. Uh, oh, but speaking of which, at, at uh, Pub Quiz for the next couple of weeks, I've got a shit ton of Civil War swag to give away. Oh, really? Good. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Rally towels. Rally towels? Yeah. I need. Oh, like got, for your team? Yeah. yeah. And team I've got a, <laughs> I need a team Iron cap. I've got uh, uh, beer koozies, cap, and uh, Iron Man beer, Man koozies? Man beer koozies. That's nice. And pins for you to wear to the show. Is nice. there, Do you have a Jason Bateman Black Panther towel? I do not. Sure. Oh, I do not. Well, we'll make I, one. Okay. We'll make a special one. Jason Bateman. So that's uh, Wednesday's. <laughs> it's a cardigan. It's not a towel. Wednesday's uh, <laughs> 8 o'clock, Brewie Cinema. Uh, not Brewie's. <laughs> Lucky 13. Lucky Jesus. 13. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and Game of Thrones is back. <laughs> oh, speaking of that. Yes. Uh, that's what I was going to mention next. This company sent me this card game that's fun as shit. And if you go pick it up, it's like, you know, if you had a party, was it Cards Against Humanity kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's called Game of Phones. And what it is, you do is everybody takes your phones out and it starts giving you like orders. They're like, you know, who's got the, whose screen is the most cracked? You get the card. Uh, who can send out a random text to a random number and have somebody reply back? Hmm. And whoever does it fast, it's—I mean—it sounds weird, but it's fun as shit. Like, okay. you know, who can find the dirtiest picture on the internet? Which I'm really good at. Yeah. But you know, like that kind of shit. So it's called Game of Phones. Check it out. Uh, and then, do you want me to say the interviews? Yeah. Stay. Uh, stay until uh, the end of the we episode because I've guys. got an interview too. Oh yeah, what you got? Uh, say my, what? my interview is with uh, Dennis McCarthy. You've not heard the name, but you've seen the name if you've ever watched an episode of Star Trek. He wrote like most of the music. Nice for the Star Treks, and he's here to talk about. Well, like I get talking to him about his uh, his roots in uh, rock and roll. Uh, where he started, he has worked with everybody. Yeah. I mean, just stay for the interview. He has worked with everybody, and then he then he got his break on making music for television shows on a little show that was a spinoff of the Dukes of Hazard, Shannon called what? Enos. Enos and the Turk. Because called Enos and the fucking It's Turk. because he was working with Glenn Campbell's band at the time, yeah. and they said we need someone who can understand country, and it went from there. So it just he's had this That's huge when Enos, career. He moved to like New York. Yeah. Exactly. And worked it was, with a black guy named the Turk. It was McLeod, <laughs> but yeah. with a dumb guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. but that's coming up. And then right after that, Jimmy interviews Key and Peel. Key and Peel, the Keegan Michael Key. That's the ball one. He's the ball <laughs> one. Keegan <laughs> Michael Key. The ball one. And Jordan Peel. Yes. So where where did that interview take place, Jimmy? Yeah, I can't remember. Just, just shut up. I'm not. You, guys you haven't. You haven't me. said yet. Was where was that? Was that in Sandy? Beverly Hills Hilton. Beverly Hilton. I thought it was Draper. My second home in the Beverly Hills Hilton. I thought it was the. <laughs> I thought it was the Baymont Inn in West Valley. He walks in. Hello, Mr. Martin. How are you? <laughs> Whatever. I walk in and they're like, "Are you sure you're supposed to be here? Yeah, you got. <laughs> you got one minute. <laughs> Explain yourself right now. Uh, no, the interviews it is with the cast and, and director of Key and Peel uh, or of Keanu. Uh, there is Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peel. 
Will Forte oh. is in there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jason Mitchell, who is an, an up-and-coming actor who played Easy e in Straight Outta Compton. Oh, yeah. Great fucking actor. And then the director, uh, Peter, I'm probably going to butcher this, Atenecho, A-T-E-N-C-I-O. Mm. I, I butchered it. Yeah, it was a good time, though. It was a great time, and I got to play with kittens. Uh, ooh, <laughs> nice. Literally? Yeah. Uh, don't forget, geekshowpodcast.com. Buy our T-shirts. The link is fixed. Uh, also, uh, text the word geek show, one word, geek show, to 33986. What does that do? We promise not to bother you too much. Well, we'll remind you about new episodes, and we'll, ah. uh, we'll tell you about giveaways and, and things like that. So Do it! Keep in trouble. You know, we, we promise not to bother you too much. And, and we'll, we're free of the penis. Yeah. Well, no, no dick pics. <laughs> no, you, you won't. No. no, you're not getting that. No, I'll make no. sure. I'll make sure. <laughs> <laughs> this, this will be heavily curated. If that's be. Yo, <laughs> yo, we wanted the Geek Show booty shorts, but how about we get some Geek Show shorts for the men that says free the penis free in the Free the front. penis on them? Yeah. All right. I'll leave that to you and Excitable James. Yeah. You take care of that. Yeah, we're going to free it. All it. right, you guys ready to start this revolution? No, sure. this is getting like awkward. Pr- like Prince in the new revolution. We got. Uh, I didn't get trust. The I rest. Trust before we leave. The rest. Can you request songs on there? Or does it just come uh, up? It yeah. Just, it's just, it's a, it's this is the. Where's uh, trust? We'll get trust for Jimmy. All right, hold on. Let, Give yeah. my trust. All right, hold on. Because we got the the rest of the, the second half of the episode entitled "Dick." It's coming up here. We really gonna moments. just cancel Pur- Purple Rain and just go? That's, out? You gotta, that's boy, that's rough. Just yeah, yeah, you gotta do it because it's decide. in Batman and it's when Joker's on the parade. You're, you're my DJ right now. Don't put decide. up, darling Nikki. I'm sitting too close to shit. Here, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Foo Fighters have a great version of that. They by do. Yes. They do. Yeah. Ooh! I could just see Jack Nicholson in that awful outfit. This is so good. Watch this video. Can we share this video on the on the Geek Show page? Look it up. You're you're at work right now. You're not working. I love trust. Who do ya trust? What makes you a real lover? Trust. You should see us right now. We're we're stupid. I can see you. You're as as embarrassing as Jack Nicholson in that movie. Are you kidding me? That's how you dance. He's got that giant purple jacket on and a hat. He's like, fuck you, buddy. He's got all the balloons above him, and he sprays those motherfuckers with poison. (laughs) Smilex. This this just feels right. All right. Rest in peace, Prince. Oh, I love him. I hate to do this to you, but we got to get back to the episode. <laughs> Look it up on what is it? Title? Yeah, title. T I like title wave. All right. Get your free thirty day trial. It's Might not bad. Well. All right. Same with HBO now. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to the episode, Dick. Pleased to enjoy. Hi, this is Carrie. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into legal troubles, you could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. Now, rather than dealing with the issue yourself, text or call attorney Ryan J. Bichelle at 801-893-0095. Ryan's available anytime to answer just about any legal question. He's also a big fan of Geek Show and willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him at 801-893-0095. Hey gamers, video and tabletop enthusiasts, Salt Lake Gaming Con is coming soon, June 2nd through the 4th at the Southtown Expo Center. Experience tournaments, demos, cosplay, panelists, and celebrities, including Stephen Ogg from Grand Theft Auto V and The Walking Dead. With thousands of gamers and hundreds of games to play, including free demos from Microsoft and PlayStation. Get your Ultimate Gamer Pass today at SaltLakeGamingCon.com. That's SaltLakeGamingCon.com. <laughs> 
Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Kat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. Hi, I'm William Shatner. Uh, I was in Star Trek. The longest-running TV show in history celebrates its 50th anniversary. Star Trek, The Ultimate Voyage. Rediscover Star Trek's best moments from film and TV projected onto a massive 40-foot screen. The most recognizable music in TV history will be performed by the Czech National Symphony Orchestra, making this the biggest musical tribute to Star Trek ever. Star Trek, The Ultimate Voyage. 50th anniversary concert tour, one night only. Kingsbury Hall. Tickets are available online at tickets.utah.edu, by phone at 801-581-7100, or the Kingsbury Hall box office. This live concert features music from the original series, The Motion Picture, Wrath of Khan, Voyage Home, Insurrection, The Next Generation, DS9, Voyager, and more. Star Trek The Ultimate Voyage at Kingsbury Hall, Friday, April 29th at 8 p.m. Tickets online at tickets.utah.edu, on the phone, 801-581-7100, or the Kingsbury Hall box office. Not in Utah? Try StarTrekUltimateVoyage.com. And we're back. What's up, man? We chilling this shit. Yeah. Part two. <laughs> That's part right. two, man. We, we, we got a couple shots. We're, we're, we're rompets? Huh? What is it? What did you say? Rumpots. 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 That's fucking... Oh, that's a word that Adam West Batman used to describe a drinker. Robin. Rumpots. Your Adam West is uncanny. <laughs> uncanny. <laughs> mm. four, Four-year-old Lee just woke up and said, Adam West? I was telling <laughs> Jay about, because he was over looking at my Adam West Batman shit, and uh, I was telling him about actual dialogue from mm-hmm. the show and he he's he's still not sure it's real i, I have to buy that set because I, I own it love those it's great i own it well i want my own <laughs> <laughs> the first episode in particular they weren't quite sure what the formula was so yeah. they were almost playing it serious yeah uh, i keep watching the porn parody and it isn't the same it's not the same it's, not uh, the it's same. pretty goddamn close though no, I, was, I was just telling more dick i was telling jay there is a movie of the tv series the batman movie and you can yeah. it's on dvd you can with see the bat it. shark repellent yeah that's it's that one yes. yeah love it and there's the the famous uh some days you just can't get rid of a bomb yeah bit and he's running around with a bomb over he's his got head. this giant cartoonish round bomb you know, with the fuse <laughs> he's running down the pier and he's yeah. holding <laughs> above his head and it's yeah. the santa monica pier and see this is this is why i hate people who are complaining about today's batman yeah because this is what we had to put up with yep <laughs> and loved it <laughs> and, and he's running around trying to get rid of the get bomb get the fuck out of here and he can't throw it this way because there's nuns and he can't throw it this way because there's baby ducks and he can't throw it this way because it's a bar full of people yeah. and he finally gets rid of it yeah throws in the ocean and he and robin says to him why didn't you just throw it into that bar where right. all of those drunks were yeah because robin's a judgmental fuck he was yes, yes. <laughs> yes. but then and he's it, paying for it now and it never fails <laughs> batman would correct him and then oh, robin, robin would go gosh you're right batman you know? yeah so he says he says to robin why didn't you throw it at the bar he says they may be drinkers robin but they're still human beings and may be salvaged someday 
what I what I loved what I loved about that show is that when it's like, real. Halfway through the first season, getting into the second season, celebrities started wanting to be on it. Yeah. yeah. So they'd be climbing up the wall. Yeah. And then the window would open and like birds, it's, you it's know, Sammy so Davis Jr. Sammy oh. Davis Jr. Right? Hi, how's it going, guys? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, How the fuck did you get here, Gilligan? <laughs> it'd, it'd be like, oh, Mr. Davis Jr., what are you doing in Gotham? Oh, I'm doing a show. and, and I'm and, doing the Mexican hat dance well, at, the, at the Tropicana tonight. I hope you're not here to get me, Batman. No, we're only after criminals, Mr. Davis Jr. You know, it's not black sh- Jews with a glass <laughs> eye. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is a crime in 52 states. (laughs) (laughs) God damn, Shannon. Speaking of Sammy Davis Jr., though, I was listening to a Ron Bennington show, and he said said they really were mean to Sammy, the rat pack. He says, I remember one time watching. He was kind of like our Tony. Dean Martin. <laughs> yeah. Dean Martin picked up Sammy Davis Jr. on stage. Just picked him up because he's a little guy. I'd like to see you do that to me, Shannon. And and he said I could pick you up. He said yeah, to the audience, could. I'd like to thank the NAACP for Get this the award. Fuck out of here. What? Boy, that would not fly now, would it? No. no. Ob- objectively. No. That's funny. It is. Objectively, that's, Objectively, fu- that's Objectively, funny. Objectively, that's funny as hell. Sammy was just like, in his arms going, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Sammy was just laughing his ass yeah. off. Sammy's know. getting action tonight. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't say, that was that was over the line, Dean. I worked with, uh, this, <laughs> I worked with this choreographer. <laughs> with Sammy's choreographer? Yeah. I'm not lying. On what? <laughs> On what? In high school. Man, you're making so much shit up. Oh, shit. I went to high school with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm on, no. the, I'm on to you, Sammy Davis K. Jr.'s choreographer no. actually no. toured high schools in the 70s and 80s and taught people the Mexican hat dance, or as it's known. You are old so man full dance. of shit right now. I'm yeah. not. He's I'm full of truth. Ladies and gentlemen, he's full of shit. I was there. All right. <laughs> you were in part of my high school. You were in all my high school. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, what did he do? I was a year ahead of you. Yeah, you don't you? know what I was doing in tenth grade. I had a whole year Shout to get away out with to shit all without my you Cypress <laughs> pirates, buccaneers. Oh, were they pirates? We were the yeah, buccaneers. Yeah, the Cypress pirates. Oh. Right. You know what a buccaneer what was, is? No, we were not. Too the darn buc- much to pay for cord. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we were not the buccaneers. <laughs> we were the pirates. Yes. Can I get a high five for that joke? We were the pirates. All right. Thanks. Uh, we were the Cypress fucking pirates. We were not the Buccaneers. You don't fucking remember high school. You were high all the time. Uh, I was not really high. Dang it. I was drunk. Really... What was our colors? Uh, it was gold and blue. No, it was blue and gold. We were the pirates. <laughs> Cypress fucking pirates. Fuck and the reason why it was funny is because our school was sinking. Is that what? Yes. Okay. Because the water table, the water table in Magna was getting depleted, and our high school was sinking. So it was in reconstruction. We we're like, look, the pirate ship sinking. That's funny. Buccaneers. That's objectively funny. Pirates. Who was Buccaneers. fucking? Who was Listen. fucking high all the way through high Listen, school? At least you had a cool mascot. All we right. did. What was yours? My high school mascot, the Dons. Dons? What? The Dons? Exactly. Right. Okay. Because the Spanish. People. Right. No, otherwise he yeah. hates dicks you know, so much. Spanish Fork High School. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish Fork High School. It That's was uh, it was Father uh, Esperanza or somebody. Yeah. Guido Cerducci. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so they went the Spanish. Go- so it was like a conquistador, a Don, okay. right? I, but nobody knew what that was. I kept trying to convince them it was Don Corleone, but they wouldn't go with that. It was a terrible mascot. It, it are is they terrible. still the Don? I think. Yeah. Oh. We, what, we, what was yours, Tony? Oh, we were the Hawks. Hawks is good. Yeah. 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 How you feeling, uh, we now, were, Shannon? 
the Alto was supposed to be the skiers, I, so I'm glad we got the Hawks. I, how are you feeling right now after you uh, verified Motherf- that we were yeah, indeed the yeah. Cypress fucking Pirates? We are the Pirates. Yeah. Yeah. And what are your colors, gold and blue or blue and gold? You don't know <laughs> shit. says it's blue and gold. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was the Mission Viejo Diablos. Oh, Diablos. Oh. That's cool. Oh. Right, right? That's cool. It was fucking oh. dope. Diablos. Where the devil is uh, Colors were red and yellow. Did you get Did you get the mascot drunk partway through your senior year so you could steal the costume and run out on field? Nah, man, I, mm. I was I was on the field. Out. I was playing football. Red and yellow, red and yellow. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. I want to see right. the Lego Batman movie now. Cypress Pirates. Um, I'm a high school dropout. I remember our fucking draw, uh, mascot. All right, we were talking... Uh, <laughs> a buccaneer's just like a pirate. Yeah, it's no, like it's a cut-rate pirate. It's like... It's like no. a junior grade pirate. I, as a fan of the Oakland Raiders, I separate myself from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers every fucking day. Mm. Fuck that team. Fuck, I hate sports. Right in the tank. <laughs> All right, anyways. All right. Kara got some shit. So cu- calm the fuck down. Yes, everyone. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, there, was, uh, <laughs> there, was, there was this thing uh, called CinemaCon. And at uh, CinemaCon... The uh, CEO of AMC Theaters got up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah this did not, yeah, yeah this is a few weeks <laughs> yeah, ago. This did not last long. Yeah, really. this didn't go well for him. He made good. the mistake of saying, you know, I think we ought to allow texting in theaters yeah. because you can't get a 22 year old to go to the movies anymore. I don't want him there anyway. Let him stay home and to text. which To which I said, yeah, all the 22 year olds I see in the theater aren't playing with their phones. Of course they are. Mm hmm. <laughs> But he was like, "We're gonna do it. maybe allow it." Oh, he got he got his ass handed to him. Within twenty four hours, he pulled yeah. that back right away. Uh, that I actually saw the um, opera singer from Scrubs jump up and scream. What did he sing? Mistake. You look. You watch Scrubs all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. There so was I, no fucking opera singer. I was just. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just. Uh-oh. Was Wait, he? What a, you're doing? Don't break it. Was he a pirate too? He was a pirate. He but was I an just. Opera singer. But I wanted to get. I wanted to get you guys' take on that because we didn't get a chance to talk when that went down. I, I'm no. glad they listened to social the, the, the outcry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's I, one of those things. It's like Jesus are you, Christ. What what do you what are you thinking when people text in the theater? Yeah. Oh, you know, I I fucking hate it. Well, uh, it's ridiculous. They're they're thinking that they're going to do it anyway, and by giving it an open well, door policy, they're going to be more appealing because there there was a rundown in io9 and a couple other yeah. websites talking about basically the death of the movie theater and yeah. that it's it's imminent it's just as obviously imminent as coal sure, dying sure the movie theater experience there's a there's a platform coming out where you can get charged 50 bucks well this, this is something that like uh, guys like peter jackson mm-hmm. are behind right. and and they think it should happen but you know you, when you're at the theater chain con uh, con right you don't want to talk about that shit no right. but the the 50 dollar download thing where the the week the movie comes yeah. Literally, the day the movie comes out, you pay your 50 bucks. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many people are in the living room with you yeah. to watch the movie. They'll we, like, could, we could all come over and watch Civil right. War here. And know? frankly, here's where I'm at with movies. I've, I've had the only positive experiences I've had in movie theaters have been at press screenings. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. single, every other, every other well, time. Yeah. Anytime yeah. I go with the general public, it's, 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 it's a fucking shit show. Something happens. There's I, one other place is that Sugar, the. Yeah. What is it? The Cinemark uh, fancy ass theater. And there, the there are, are and a lot of theaters in in cities across the nation that do that. There's, yeah. This is a great one in. Uh, well, in because you're playing, you're paying extra. Yeah, you do pay extra. You know, Don't go to a matinee. At that theater, I have. It's I, I have had I've had shitty experiences there, and people talking all the way through Star Wars. I don't even know half the dialogue in Deadpool. I saw it once, and uh, I can't tell you whether I like the movie or not because it was so fucking loud in the theater. Mm-hmm. People talking, literally full voiced in well, the theater. Well, when I saw it there, I think everybody was drunk. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but that <laughs> see now I uh, the the theater most of the theater industry are against that yeah. that fifty dollar thing. I'm all for of course that. there. I am all for it too because but I can I just come up here and give you fifty bucks. The, but yeah. but yeah, I I get I get emails yeah, all the just time. Just come here. Should I seventy feet? I get. <laughs> well, I, mean, I can't come to Carrie's house for every anytime fucking you movie. Wanna, anytime you want, I have wanna, to go to a smaller screen. Go to like an IMAX theater. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. I I get letters all the time. Should I go see Batman v Superman in the theater? I always say yes. I'm because, not anymore. Because these big spectacles, I I want that on a big screen. I want to see my you know superhero fights on. Then a big just screen. sit closer like, to the TV. But character. like Keanu, Keanu, I probably I could watch on this little screen. Um, unless yeah. unless Jimmy tells me that it's a laugh out loud hilarious, I'll wait for that one. Well, Do even you, if it's laugh out loud hilarious, I can watch it. Comedy on a small screen. Yeah, but if I'm going to go see Star Wars or a yeah. superhero movie, here's here's the other thing that's killing me. Uh, I I can't deal with you talking because I'm partially tone deaf from uh, a decade with headphones on my ears, yeah. listening to things too loud. Uh, not just punk rock music. Um, I can't handle the sound of you eating your popcorn because I can hear it and it's taking me out of the movie. But now it's gotten even worse because most of the movie chains have more than just popcorn. They've got fajitas. They've got nachos. Oh, yeah, so I'm yeah. sitting next to somebody who's sitting there crunching on fucking nachos. Oh, guess what? I don't eat meat. You know what your meat smells like to me? Fucking garbage. And you're shoving that in your fucking face hole through the whole goddamn movie and I, talking at full volume and I, texting. I would love for you to go to this, uh, I think it's called IPix in mm, Pasadena yeah. that mm. I've told you guys about. Mm. Because they managed to do a full menu. Yeah. Food and all of that. And and it's non-intrusive, great. And the screen is big, and the chairs are these big, beautiful things. And mm-hmm. and yeah, it costs twenty or twenty-five bucks I to would, go to the movie. I would but nobody's that. talking. But nobody's talking, and it's totally worth it. I, for, for one, I used to hate going to the movies. I used to hate it because of everything that Lee is yeah. saying. And to bring it back around where Shannon's like saying, screening or uh, I'm Lee. spoiled. No, screenings kind of got me back into it. Like yeah. because like I was like people do give a shit about but, a certain well, level but of decorum. But not everybody gets to do that. Yeah, and I, and I and I all go see movies with civilians and you know I, d- I hate saying that, but it's just like yeah, it is different, but well, I'll tell you right now. I still want to go to the movies. I just I, I do. yeah, I just well, still want to go. I, I, I I'm not there anymore because uh again, if if I have to listen to you instead of the movie, I'm not that. I had a woman uh, Force Awakens, first time my wife got to see it, she brought her five kids who she actually listened to talk through the whole movie instead of watching the movie, where I would have been like, hey, shitheads, shut up. I got So my, my wife says to them as they're leaving the theater, hey, thanks for uh, letting your kids talk through the whole movie. And the lady, I shit you not, looked at my wife and said, they're children, that's what they do. No, not if you teach no. them correctly. Yeah. Children don't go to movies. I, yeah. I think Unless they can. My son knows exactly how to just yeah. keep it quiet during if the movie. If they behave. Right, yeah, and that's what behave. I said. I took, I took my son, uh, Max, when he was four, to see the first Lord of the Rings movie mm-hmm. after I'd screened it to make sure that there wasn't yeah. anything too intense in it. And I said, you can sit in this movie and watch this cool grown-up movie yeah. as long as you were quiet. Kids shit their pants, but you don't say, well, that's what they do. Right. You teach them to not shit not their shit pants. Their yeah. pants. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. I got yeah. a family kicked out of X-Men, too. Good. Hey, they stick forks and light sockets, too. You teach them not to. Yes. No, I'm spoiled. I am super spoiled. Because I think about it because I was... Like, Jeff and I were best friends forever before even the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, every... Like, I would say 95% of the movies I've seen for the last, like, 50... Thousand years, years. Mm-hmm. have all been screenings. Yeah, all. It's such a nice way to see a movie. It, it really is. Well, it is. Yeah, go go watch go watch Civil War in the with the gen- unless you're Jay because with you get the general out. population. Yeah, fuck me, dude. <laughs> um, 
But uh, here's another one, a story that I found related to this, and I just I wish we had an Alamo Draft House here in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, An- Alamo Draft House, uh, they're talking about banning kids under six from R-rated movies, even with an adult. I think that's, that's a great idea. I love it. I love it's it. under fucking ten. I think it should be no kids. I love it. Even with adults. Yeah. But uh, this is what they're talking about. Barring children under age six from seeing R-rated films after 6 p.m. is to provide a better experience well, for adults. There's some megaplexes in town that already do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I think you know what great. that's cool. Uh, go ahead and have a time that they can come and see the movie, and then the grown-ups know. Oh, right. those kids will not be allowed after a certain hour. I can go see that movie, and mm-hmm. then maybe after 10 o'clock, you have to be 21 or over. Yeah, ha- something. Have yeah. you guys seen the trailer for uh, Sausage Party? Oh. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Oh, it's oh. so fucking oh, weird. Yeah. Is that that food yeah. cartoon movie? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where, like, they're I all happy. They're all happy to go home. They're all so, hot dogs, and, and then stuff. it starts, and the, the the potatoes getting lifted up. And the potato's like, I'm going to the promised land. It's got an Irish accent, yeah. right? And she starts peeling it, and she's like, he's, it's all, oh, fuck, it's, she turned <laughs> me fucking skin off, right? And it's like swearing and fucking fuck. And I'm just like, I want to go to seven matinees of that <laughs> <laughs> and, and watch fucking dumb fuck parents who figure that, oh, it's a cartoon. Oh, this is like Veggie Tales. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, and just watch them tear the kids out. Because that's like, we, I had a whole theater of people laughing and waiting. Brought her kids to South Park. The South oh, Park. Oh, Jesus right? Christ. And remember, it starts out all... It's a cartoon! Yeah, and it starts out all normal, like, you know. Yeah. And they're going You're to the movie. fuck you, Uncle and then, Fucker. Yeah, and then there's the minute that song's like, fuck your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. This lady's like, oh, Jesus! You heard her, right? <laughs> I know, it's a cartoon! And she's like grabbing the kids and turn them out, and it's like the biggest laugh that whole movie got. <laughs> We're all like, ah! <laughs> yep. Dumb shits. All right. Anyway, there you go. No, no, no. What you're taking your kids to see? Yeah. But the last thing I was saying about that movie thing: yeah. if they actually do institute this fifty dollars, you get to see the movie at home That'd thing. I'm, I'm in. I'm down. Yeah. I'm completely down. I've got a my my screen's only sixty two inches. That's you know by eighty standards, that's a fucking jumbotron. Yeah. yeah. Today I can watch that movie. I've got surround sound. I'm there. And it and it makes me sad because I mean I grew up in the dark of a movie theater yeah. as a kid. My my so my mom and dad would drop me off on Saturday. At uh, the Hewish Theater in Payson, and I was there for six hours. But, but you respected the fucking dojo. I did. Yeah. You exactly. took your shoes off. You respected the <laughs> rules of the dojo. Exactly. Respect my dojo. Yeah. All right. Sweep the leg. Uh, we got to. Uh, oh, no. we- what a fucking asshole that guy was. <laughs> That's right? the problem, Tony. You're yeah. all sweeping the leg. Man, yeah. well, you, don't sweep yeah, the leg. Don't sweep the leg. That though. guy was an asshole. Shit. Uh, Jimmy is. Uh, Fuck ass. I'm sorry. Jimmy got his. Jimmy got kicked out of his hotel, so we don't have him. Do you have uh, video, uh, not video, uh, yeah, games, games. Video yes. games? Video games. Yes, I he do. has video and you have games. Uh, let's How's see. How's that vodka treating you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Jay's trying to force no. pull himself some, some no. jelly beans. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, it's working. Amazing. All right. Uh, let's see. The week of the 25th. So, uh, so this is a thing now. Apparently, they put on the calendar when betas of games are there for oh. you to try out. Okay. Yeah, so the, you can pay for the beta. No, so the betas are free. Are the betas yeah, free? Yeah, betas are free unless I, it's uh, you only get access if you pre-order the game. I had a game company so, say if you pre-order, yeah, you'll yeah. get access to the beta. I'm like, so I can pay money to test your game out yeah, for you. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's amazing. A lot of them though do 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 open betas, mm-hmm. so you just get on and download it and give it a shot. So this week, uh, Gears of War four, the open beta, is uh, live from Monday the 25th to Sunday, the first of May. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. After that, we got uh, 
the new Hitman game that came out. It's episodic this time, and episode two comes out this week on the 20, 24th, 26th. That's for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And another episodic game, King's Quest. That's uh, kind of an adventure-style game. King's Quest was a really old game series on the PC. Yep. Like decades old. And so they're bringing that back. Uh, that let's see anything else pretty cool. Uh, you, what you about the crashed hard? No, what I'm ab- good. What about the most <laughs> important news of all? What's that? Uh, Lando and Dengar being added as uh, as characters for a battle. This week? Oh, it's not really? this week necessarily. Oh, okay. It was, I was just about announced. To say. I was gonna say that's yeah, that is because seriously, coming out. nothing like playing a fat guy with a diaper, you know, big old diaper wound around his head. You know, I gotta say that uh, they've added a lot of stuff for free to Battlefront, yeah. and it's. I don't know if it's worth sixty bucks yet, but if you can get it on sale for like thirty bucks, it's worth thirty bucks. The, yeah. ga- the game, it's that's pretty worth, fun. The game that's DLC is worth paying for right now is Fallout Four. Oh yeah, they're, the they're Automatron. Fallout, oh geez, they're Fallout, really cool stuff. The Fallout expansion stuff is fantastic. Whereas Battlefront just feels like a cash grab. Mm-hmm. I yep. might pay sixty bucks for Lando and Dengar though. Well, if Will Rowe Hood was there, I'd be there. He <laughs> might be. Yeah. Throws ice cream makers. Um, I, I actually got movies. I got you, movies coming out this week. To, you do? You have the yeah, movies? Yeah, because Jimmy's not Jimmy. here. He right. went to the Vivid right. Entertainment right, website. Here we go. We've got... Nice. Uh, <laughs> the first one's called Win a Date with Sophia Blake. I don't know anything about it. I don't uh, know who she indie is. film. Uh, four stars. Uh, our next one is... Uh, <laughs> sounds like a rom-com. Uh, this one sounds... I don't know. Let's get I don't know a lot about it. Uh... My cousin likes anal cream pies. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait. Uh, I didn't see it, but my official uh, rating is five stars. <laughs> wait, wait, is that is that the one with Mrs. George Clooney in it? Uh, you know, I don't know how oh. to look into that. Let's uh, see. Yeah. Uh, oh, her name is Anal. I think you're saying it wrong. Oh, Anal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anal cream pies. Yeah, my, my cousin likes Anal cream pies. That's Clooney. it. That's it's, it. It's, um, it's cream pies. Yeah. That makes it Dutch. Uh, sex, a- <laughs> sex Academy Swinging Part 3. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, two out of stars. Uh... This one, th- this sounds great. How to catch a cougar? Oh well, uh, that sounds dangerous. Cougar I... trap. Was oh, that a documentary? No, it's a Disney <laughs> film. It's a sequel to Charlie the Lonesome. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one. You know this, what's is weird? A, this is like a niche audience for this one. Idris Elba plays the cougar. I know it's weird. <laughs> uh, the the Family Connection Part Two. Hmm. Ah, is that uh, one of those reality shows? It's it's how to let's catch hope an not. uncle. Let's hope not. <laughs> uh, she's just trying to make potatoes. <laughs> Park, Leave her alone. <laughs> Anything else opening? Um. <laughs> opening? Oh. What? Wah, wah. What? I mean, I mean that's a solid a, joke. There's only so many. <laughs> I mean, I, it'd be a more solid joke. Oh, my God. Time. Finally, because I had so many questions. Oh. About part 22. Okay. What? Left so many, uh, you know, unanswered questions. Well, yeah, there was a lot of character development that needed uh, to be resolved. The long awaited. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Filthy Shemel Sluts 23 is oh, coming out. I feel like these are all pornos. Uh, what? If you, if you go, if you go on my, uh, if you go on my blog. Uh, oh wait, Lee, you're right. I'm looking at this cover art. If you, if you go, to, if you go to my blog, LeeRatesPorn.com, the last it. movie that Shannon it. just brought up, I gave five out of stars. Uh, five this out is of stars? not the five site that Jimmy uses at all. I don't think that's the no, same that's kinds not, of movies. That's not the site that Jimmy that, uses. No. Are thic- any of them in VR? See, I thought this one was a Richard Linklater movie. What? It's animated. Sweet Hair Pie Four. No, it's animated. This is, these, are, these can't be for real, dude. Is there really like That's a... That's for uh, real. There's really a, a yeah. porno 
release date site? Of course <laughs> there is. Wow. It's the internet, Tony. Well, I didn't know they still made movies. I thought it was just well, all Well, I'm on sorry, you Google. guys. That was a complete accident. All right. Um, well, we yeah. forgive you. It wasn't bookmarked on you're his not, phone at all. You know, Please you're not, do you're, not look up these titles on your work computer. I mean, you're not our film critic. It's understandable. I don't know how you know. he does his exactly. job. Hey, I'm, I s- don't, I'm just a simple caveman. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a sweater vest. I am a film critic. Okay. <laughs> Anything else before we go? I wasn't done with games, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so tell me, Tony, when's Hair Pie Six coming out? Yeah, that's uh, they're on seven this yeah. year, actually. Uh, Hair Pie Seven. Yeah. Yeah. What about I'm Bio? Still... What about Bio Cock? I'm still playing the beta. Yeah. yeah. Anal Intruder Four. Oh, jeez. Okay, so uh, the only one I want, the only other two I want to Grand Theft Anal. Nope. No, Ace Invaders. No, this is these are real games. What about Womb Raider Seven? <laughs> Because uh, I like the Womb Raider well, series. Assassin's Cream Pie. Uh, Arkham Tight. <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to talk about games, guys. Call of Booty Black Cox. <laughs> These are all That's good games. a solid joke. <laughs> that that is a solid joke. I like this relationship you guys have going on now. Yeah, okay. it's very complimentary. <laughs> You're just like, God damn it, that's a good joke, That, was, good yeah. thing, that was a good You're one. Good. Yeah. You're good. Yep. Yeah. Are you sure you want to continue? No. So, <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. Nothing worth mentioning here. Tony, when's the Ned, uh, the next Red Dead erection coming out? Uh, that yeah. joke was pretty good, too. Thank I you. like that one. All right. Solid. Mr. B, if you would, please. End this. Um, <laughs> Lee, this is not ham. It's spam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to thank uh, Dennis McCarthy for joining us here on the podcast today. And uh, uh, hi, Dennis. Things in Los Angeles. I hear it's a little warm there. Gary, it is, it is so warm. I've been out watering a whole bunch of dead plants because, you know, we don't have a whole lot of water going on here. So. You know, I've decided. It's, I, a little, it's a little tough. Yeah, I've decided. I think I need to, uh, like you said, uh, Seattle sounds uh, wonderful. Plus, you know, they got the weed up there. So. Oh. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, in a minute, I'd be there. Now, Dennis, before we talk about the show, it's a Kingsbury, well, just quickly, Kingsbury Hall at Star Trek The Ultimate Voyage. It's Friday, April 29th at 8 p.m. here in Salt Lake City. And you can get your tickets at uh, 801-581-7100 or the Kingsbury Hall box office or at tickets.utah.edu. Okay, we we got that. And we'll, we'll hit that again later. But uh, I want I want to yeah. talk I want to talk about your beginnings and I do want to get to Dick Dale and Star Trek and all the music that you've composed. But I, I'm really curious about where people got their starts. You know, when they were when they were kids, what did they want to do when they grow up? Uh, you know, was it always music or was it going to be something else? Well, you know what? I always I played piano from the time I was four. Wow. Okay. And uh, but I yes, but I always as soon as I could reach the keyboard. You know, I couldn't work the pedals for another two years. But uh, <laughs> as far as as far as wanting to do it as a profession, I don't think it really crossed my mind. I was always interested in physics and engineering, and so when I went to college, kind of went off on that route. But in the meantime, in high school, uh, somebody finally figured out that I could play piano. Mm-hmm. So I ended up being in bands. We did weddings and you know bar mitzvahs. You name it, just great fun, and kind of learned the ropes with the band, and then. Ended up with some of these guys, and believe it or not, out of my high school band, one guy in particular, 
started doing recording session work. Mm-hmm. For, you know, that was back in the car and surf days in the sixties. Well, yeah. Boy and Jan and Dean. And uh, I started getting called. I was uh, in those days. I was probably uh, number thirty-seventh piano player on the list. But that meant you worked every day. Back <laughs> and it was just a. It was roaring back then. Now, now, and now where, this guy sitting next to me. Now, where was this? Oh, was this in L.A.? Was this where was this? Los Angeles. Yeah, this is Los Angeles. I was actually born here. So oh, so I you're you are a local. Oh, terrific. Okay. Oh yeah, born there many many years ago. All I right. could tell you that you know, and I had to shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so I'm sitting there recording and I'm doing all these sessions and here's this this guitar player who's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And that was Glenn Campbell. So oh. Glenn decides one day to put out a record. Well, he doesn't decide. He put out a record that finally got some attention. It was Gentle on My Mind. And so he calls me up and he says, hey, I got this tune called Gentle on My Mind and we're coming out with By the Time I Get to Phoenix, which you know, looks like it has a good, uh, good standing to it. And he said, do you want to come out? And I said, well, sure. You know, I was taking 18 units, and I was literally working at the Chevy plant, assembly plant, swing ship, putting transmissions onto the 65 Chevys, 66 Chevys, but, uh, well, by maybe 68. You don't need to get to be my age, the dates escape you. Nah, but uh, I said, sure. I said, I, I said, what are you paying? He said, $28.50 a night. I always remember the 50-cent part. <laughs> and I said, works for me. So I quit college. I had, I don't know, 150 some units and just quit. I didn't even, never looked back. And uh, then we're standing around one day, and Glenn says, "You know, boys, I've got uh, we got to start using the union orchestras because we're starting to work in union halls." Oh. And so he looked at me, me and the banjo player, the drummer, and the bass player. Did any of you boys know how to uh, write arrangements for orchestra? And we all looked at him like, "Duh, no," you know. And so then he said, "All right, did any of you know how to read music?" That's the only one that raised my hand. So he said, "Good, you're the arranger." <laughs> so, <laughs> So wow. that that was it. I literally bought a book by Van Alexander called How to Arrange <laughs> and just started studying and writing charts and listening to insults from the bands we worked with on the road. You know, I, I actually encouraged them to insult me. I'd say, you know, how was my arrangement? And they'd say, oh, it's great. And I'd say, you know, cut it. Say, Tell me the truth. You know, how does it sound? Oh, awful. You know, and they'd say <laughs> you wrote the tenor sax over the alto. You got the strings with a 20-second bowing phrase on it. Our bows are not 20 feet long. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it was really, it was, it was my college. And then, of course, Glenn got his TV show, The Good Time Hour, and Nelson Riddle was was involved with the precursor to that. And so I got to work with him and Marty Page, who was actually my main mentor. He's actually the father of David Page, uh, Toto. Oh, good uh, Lord. The, 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 I mean, I could yeah. just, we could sit and de- deconstruct this entire time frame and make it an hour long show. I mean, I mean, oh, for, no, for the kids, you know, for well, the kids. It, who, the mo- well, Glenn Campbell at, at that time was the biggest thing in music. He was, he was at the top of the charts. And like you said, he had a TV show, very popular TV show at the time. And then just to oh, yeah. kind of with, with the combination of your mad skills and a little bit of luck and that whole scoring uh, orchestra thing that, that I mean how in, you you've got to wake up every day and say to yourself I am so damn happy and lucky to be where I am right I mean yeah, lucky is <laughs> some bitch I ever met put a mile <laughs> I mean it's, it's just like every everything fell into place right when it should have you know I mean Nelson Riddle was great I mean Marty Page was really my 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 go to guy, That's and the amazing. first arrangement I did on Glenn's TV show under Marty's tutelage mm-hmm. uh, was for Ray Charles. Oh and, my uh, God! Oh my so wrote, God! Oh yeah! 
So I wrote the arrangement, and I gave it to him. He said, let me see it first. And he looked at it. He said, not a sketch. I said, what do you mean sketch? He said, you wrote every instrument concert. I mean, this is inside baseball. Yeah. But uh, I said, well, he said, do you think the copyist is going to transpose it for the trumpet players and the E-flat contrabass crap? Go home and make this an arrangement. So, I mean, it was that kind of a thing. And That's then I'd amazing. run around to the band. It was Tom, Tom Scott on saxophone, Pete Chrisleve on sax. Uh, I mean, just giants in their I mean, field. Yes. Um, and I'd ask him. And I just asked him, give me some advice. And people would say, why don't you learn how to write something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great sense of humor, but he was right. I mean, God, the, the <laughs> names the names that you have worked with, and, and then we and then we get into the whole rock scene that you were involved in. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, Roger Christian, Gary Usher, the Beach Boys. I mean, all, yeah. all that stuff back in those days. I mean, it was exciting. So it's a long... And, you, uh, you, I was on the... Go ahead, go ahead. No, fire ahead. I'm sorry, Kerry. No, no, I was just going to say, I was on the road. I worked for Glenn for nine straight years, and we were out on the road 42 weeks every year. Amazing. Touring. So. Just amazing. So you learned a Nuts. lot. You learned a lot at a young age, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then, the, so you've, you've joined this long list of, uh, of former rock and roll people who have gone on to do this, this uh, doing music for movies and television. And and so oh, yeah. yeah yeah and so then it came along and you you got you you started on on television shows, uh you know sh- yeah and, and that was a fl- that was also a fluke a fluke um, well I was doing variety television which is is not exactly highly respected in TV and film scoring <laughs> but uh, you know so I, I did like the you know the Glenn Campbell show and I, I worked with Millsap and uh, Leon Russell and. Uh, I mean, just all sorts of great people. And Barbara Mandrell Good ended up God. being the music director for her for her TV series. But in the meantime, I get a call from Dick Harris at Warner Brothers, who says, you know, look, we got this spinoff of Dukes of Hazard, and uh, they want to still keep the same country feel. And he said, which I know you're familiar with. I said, yeah, after this time, I would hope so. And he said, but we also need somebody that can punch some brass into it. <laughs> and so I came back. I happened to be in Monte Carlo doing the Monte Carlo show. Uh, for two and a half months. I, when I look at my wife, I just I must be 107. You know. <laughs> so so you so you did you now uh, Shannon, who's a panelist on our on our podcast, is a huge Dukes of Hazard fan. And when I tell him I talked to the guy who did the music for Enos, he's he's going to die. <laughs> oh, oh God, you know that joke. Yeah. One, one second, Oh, Steve, come on in, Steve. I'm, I'm on interviews. <laughs> come on in, relax. Hi, Steve. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so we, uh, Enos, I didn't know anybody knew that show. Oh yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it, it didn't. It didn't last long. But we remember they sent Enos off to be a cop in the city, and it was kind of like a McLeod, except he was, you know, Enos was was not all that smart. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, like that's funny. yeah, and 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 oh, I still do. And and from there, you just you yeah. hit you did all the greatest hits of the eighties. Well, I mean, yeah, they they called me to do. Uh, they called me. They found out that you know from working with Glenn Campbell, mm-hmm. uh, I had I thought that everybody in the world worked at a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> you know, I I thought that you had to write a chart in in four hours, or else you know you, you weren't you weren't there. Oh, amazing, and so. And so and so uh, they play, they found out at Warner's that I could really write fast, and uh, you know it was then this show called V came along V the final battle yes of course we love uh, that oh and what happened is that 
it was a situation where it had been scored and they were just, you know, as happens in our business and not satisfied. Mm-hmm. And there was nine days to air mm-hmm. and there was an hour and six minutes worth of music for a 60 piece orchestra. Oh. So I said, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, that was like, oh yeah, okay, that works. And so I wrote that and, and all of a sudden I got Twilight Zone, the, the newer series. Mm-hmm. And then Star Trek came along and, uh, my agents at the time said, don't take it. It's a syndicated show. And I said, well, something about this feels really good. So, you know, 18 years later, you know, there we were. And, and you, and have... I did, I did the, don't go right ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, I did the uh, first, first next generation, the very first, and I did the very last enterprise with Scott Bakula. I mean, that's the thing. You have written so, for nearly every Star Trek series. I mean, and you, you wrote the, the opening, yeah. you wrote the opening theme for uh, Deep Space Nine, which is one of my favorite shows. And what a great theme oh. that is. And, and oh, I, you know what? I, I love it too. It's just, it was such a great show and so much darker. Oh yeah, that's that's kind of what you I know. liked about it. Um, I mean, you have you have. I'm, I'm telling you, folks who are listening to this, if you have watched Star Trek at all, chances are you have come across Dennis's work, and and that's what is really cool. <laughs> that's what's really cool about this show that has been traveling around this Ultimate Voyage show. Oh, I, I know it, it's really great. Is I'm looking at it and I'm betting that you I'm betting you wrote half of this stuff at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, I looked at the list, and I have, I think, seven or eight of the pieces. Yeah, that's really, it's, and, it's uh, just amazing. So this is this is no, performed, there's a live symphony orchestra performing it, uh, all of the music. And, yeah. And, and then uh, behind the orchestra, there's a giant screen, and they're, and they're, they're showing uh, footage from, from Star Trek movies and TV shows. And, 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 exactly, exactly. And if you're a Star Trek fan, this is and such a great experience, you know? Yeah, no, it's it really was, and what a kick to to uh, to write for, uh, to com- conduct my own piece after all those years. Oh yeah, and then um, and Ron Jones was there, mm-hmm. you know, and Jay, all my all my old buddies. <laughs> just, so it was uh, uh, it was really really like old home week. Damn, just just an amazing just an amazing career, and uh, I mean, I I want to I want to have you back on the show and talk about uh, the the rock and roll days. I want. <laughs> Well, any any time, if memory serves me, which a lot of times it doesn't. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but anyway, thank you. I, I don't want to keep you anymore, Dennis, because uh, you've you've got stuff to do. And and and, and but we w- I want to thank you for coming on, and and thank you for all of the music and entertainment that you have provided over the years, especially to geeks like us. Oh. I mean, uh, so it's a it's Star Trek: The Ultimate Voyage, Kingsbury Hall, Friday, April. Two- what's that? Oh, I was going to say the show is such fun. Oh yeah, you know I took some grandkids there and, and some of my kids, and they just all went whoa. And then you can quote me, whoa. <laughs> Dennis McCarthy says whoa. Uh, Friday, April twenty ninth yeah. at eight p.m. Tickets uh, you can get them online tickets edu. Uh, by phone 801-581-7100 or at the Kingsbury Hall box office. Star Trek: The Ultimate Voyage. Dennis McCarthy, thank you so much. Kerry, thank you very much. And yeah, let's call anytime. Oh, okay. I'll, we'll you make know? arrangements. I'd love to sit and talk to you about the the, the days of rock and roll, and uh, uh, you know the Mandrell the Mandrell yeah, sisters. I, I want to talk about the Mandrell yeah, sisters. Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> oh stories all over the place. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dennis. All right, Kerry. Well, you have a great day. You too. We'll talk to you Thanks. later. All right.
right, so um, I got to interview. I know everybody's making fun of me. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, Not uh, done with that either. <laughs> we actually forgot to do intros for the Keanu interviews while we were recording uh, Geek Show. So we are now, Jeff Counts and I are at the Big Movie Mouth Off Studios recording the intros yep. for the Keanu interviews for Geek Show. It's all a big one, lovely family. Yeah, um, I'm recording in- intros for stuff that I didn't get to have any part in. Because <laughs> Jimmy travels alone, in case you're wondering. I'd bring you if I could. Oh, yeah. I would. What, what do I care? <laughs> You'd get in trouble. Yeah, with the wife. Like, wife. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, the first one coming up is Peter uh, Atencio. Yeah. I think we were calling it. Yeah. Uh, this guy, super nice guy. You can't see it in the audio, but he's actually holding a very little baby kitten. What? Uh, yeah, he's holding Keanu. Oh, really? <laughs> and so, uh, but this guy, he's been working with Key and Peele for a long time, 54 episodes of Key and Peele, has a long history of comedy, some, and then some goofy yeah. B-horror films. If but, he's done 54 bits with them, he must be a funny guy. Uh, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. So here we go, Peter Atencio. Here we go. It's a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. First of all, this is going to be distracting with that adorable... You know, you're going to have to get used to it. Elf. This is the whole thesis of the movie right <laughs> I'll here. I'll make it work. <laughs> uh, for you, in your opinion, what, how does, why is the duo of Key and Peele, how does it work so well? You know, they just have a comedy magic about them. They, they communicate so well. They have kind of like a, a psychic ability to know what the other one's thinking, mm-hmm. and that translates into this on-screen chemistry that... It's unbelievable. It's it's so rare to find in comedy, and they just have it. Who can I thank? Because in my childhood, I had a re- reoccurring nightmare about a robotic band from Showbiz Pizza <laughs> called Rock of Fire Explosion. Yeah. And when my nightmare was that their faces would fall off. <laughs> so thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring up so many of your old childhood nightmares, but I was similarly terrified of them. Yeah. I found a, I like I I find animatronics kind of fascinating on one hand, but also a little bit terrifying. Yeah. And so. When we needed a place to have this kind of intense, scary torture scene, that what better than a factory where they make all of these creepy dancing puppets? And where did you find all those things? There's a guy who has a warehouse full of the Showbiz Pizza robots in Florida. He actually created the brand of Showbiz Pizza. He oh, wow. sold the rights, but he kept the Rock of Fire explosion. <laughs> so he has all of those things. We brought a truck down to Florida and, and drove them over to New Orleans to wow. show. Wow, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you obviously have a great comedic touch. Uh, who is you growing up were your influences comedic wise? Probably the Coen Brothers, Tim mm. Burton, um, even like uh, uh, Buck Henry was a big comedic influence for me. Um, you know, just people who could get the reality of people and, and who made movies that felt grounded on the one hand but still had a lot of comedy life in them and a lot of interesting visual comedy as well. Obviously, working with animals can be difficult at times. What was the hardest scene to film with little Keanu there? Gosh, the cats were really so well-behaved that they were really never much of an issue. I would say just, like, logistically the hardest was, oh, hi, hello, <laughs> oh, you want, this is about you, so now you want to steal the spotlight, I get it. Uh, the church shootout was probably the toughest on the cats because yeah. they had to learn, we had to train them to be okay with loud noises and people running by them and stunts, so... Yeah. That was definitely the challenging. <laughs> has George Michael seen the movie? I don't know if George Michael has seen the movie. I really hope he has. I mean, he has an open invitation to come check it out anytime. Yeah. I'll buy him a ticket if he wants to go see the movie. But um, I, th- I think he'll see the movie at some point soon. Because, yeah. I mean, it's really a love letter to him and yeah. his music. What was the conversation like to get Keanu Reeves to join the cast? You know, he, he called us. He okay. saw the trailer. We were still working on the movie, and the trailer had just come out. And his sister sent him the trailer. And he got in touch 
and said, I would love to be a part of this any way that I can. <laughs> and so we kind of had the perfect, we had a, a drug trip sequence and it was kind of the perfect opportunity to use him and it worked out perfectly. There you go. Yeah. There's a lot of singing in this film and I've asked everybody else today and that's one of my favorite questions to ask people. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, that's a good question. I would say my go-to karaoke song is uh, Dead Man's Party by Ungo Bongo. That's a great a song. big that's Danny Elfman fan, yeah. Pleasure meeting you. Nice meeting you. <laughs> yeah, have a great day, man. Thank you, you too. Bye, Keanu. Told you. Yeah. Good guy. Really funny. Yeah. Uh, and I love his karaoke answer. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Dead Man's Party, that is a very good karaoke song. That, has anyone said that one to you yet? No. No, would, but it's one of my songs. Yeah, I would have thought that would have been more popular. Yep. Uh, now, coming up is uh, a very uh, up-and-coming actor, but he is... He's going to do good things, I think. Jason yeah. Mitchell, uh, he was Easy e in Straight Outta Compton. And you loved him in that. He was fantastic in that movie. Yeah. Uh, he's really good in this one. Smaller role in this one, not not as you know prominent, obviously. But uh, here we go, Jason okay. Mitchell. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, brother. So i got to tell you, you were fantastic in Straight Outta Compton. Thank you. You were great in this. Is it harder to portray somebody who's real, that, that you have to research and whatnot, or to come up with an original character? Wow. I mean, both of them are equally challenging, to be honest, because... When you think of a made-up character, you don't want the person to be like you. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, there are so many things that you don't want that you're like, what's left? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to to build on a world around you. And then with a movie like Keanu, it's a, it's a timeless movie, but it's a complete staged world. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So coming up with that character, it was... It was something that I that I that I had to work on, and that Peter had to kind of let me know what he wanted, yep. and and kind of just me putting my own spin on it. Too, so it was dope. <laughs> so after this experience, do you have a greater fondness for George Michael? I have a greater respect for George Michael. I really do. He's in the process of changing my life as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but um, you know. I got so much Prince playing in the tape deck right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. I don't know. I'm. I have a lot of respect for George Michael, but I'm. Yeah. A, I'm a huge hip hop fan, so that's kind of where my music is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, your career is on the rise, which is fantastic. Uh, is there any genre or director or actor you want to work with? You know, I really, really, really want to work with Taraji. Hmm. I don't think um, neither she or I have had that that match as a um, as an actor. Because I could be a bunch of different things, you know, in like, we could match up a bunch of different ways, but I just think that we would be, like, a powerful mother-son kind of deal. Or, like, you know, like, I don't know. She's just she's <laughs> so explosive that yeah. I, I just think she could get me there. Growing up, who influenced your, your acting styles and your comedic styles? Oh, man, definitely Will Smith. Mm. Guys like Will Smith and, and Martin, Eddie Murphy. Mm. You know, like who is like like he made Beverly Hills Cop, which is <laughs> this movie is kind of like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Where like the bullets are really flying, but the jokes are really funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and you you fall in love with the characters, and it's kind of that genre of movie that I grew up on that just made me have love for things like this. And on set, were you guys allowed to kind of go off the script and improv a little absolutely, bit? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's one thing that's really really special about working with Peter and working with Keegan and Jordan is just that. They are used to going from the ground to outer space in three minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, <laughs> they, they make it, they make it happen. You know, but at the same time, they are people who know how to 
keep subject matter going, mm-hmm. keep all the key points that you need to have a great platform to improv, you know? So it was it was really, really dope working with him. We got to see, you got some, some opportunity to do some singing in this film. Yeah. And one of my favorite questions I ask somebody is, what is your go-to karaoke song? Sir mm, makes a lot. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> That's the joint. That's a good That's one. That's the joint. You That's can't mess it up. Awesome. Pleasure yeah. meeting you. Pleasure meeting you, man. Have a great day. All right, you too. See ya. All right, there you go, Jason Mitchell, great guy, super nice. It, he had the personality. Sometimes you can tell these actors are like, "I have to be here. I'm yeah. obligated to be here." Like that, you know. None of these guys were like that in this he whole, did, in he this whole junket. He didn't Tom Hardy you. No, no, no he did not. <laughs> Tom no. Hardy the first time because Revenant time he was better with you. I think he was because yeah. he, he knew it was Oscar time. <laughs> and he also remembered you and thought I was mean to Jimmy the last time. Oh, I came in crying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, there you go. Next one. I love this actor. I'm a huge fan of The Last Man on Earth. Yeah. Uh, Will Forte is, I think, one of the funniest guys. He was fantastic on Saturday Night Live. He was. So uh, here you go, Will Forte. Uh, you're going to learn what uh, what he's actually nationally ranked on a video game, arcade video game. Here it comes. Will okay. Forte. Will Forte. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you. I'm a huge fan. We were just actually talking about The Last Man on Earth. And I'm going to ask you, uh, how long do you think your character, Holka, would, would last as The Last Man on Earth? Oh, man. He'd probably last for a long time because he probably had a uh, would have a significant amount of of marijuana <laughs> around and just kind of hang out and watch <laughs> stuff that was on his DVR. <laughs> what would be on his DVR? Probably Scarface. <laughs> um, Days uh, confused. D- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have a quite the scene where you get pretty close with a, a I'd say a hungry snake. How yes. did how do they film you? Looking as if you were halfway inside of a bow constrictor, I'm guessing what it is. There, there was a some kind of, uh, uh, the, I don't know what it had like skin, <laughs> pulsating, uh, snake skin that <laughs> that they wrapped around me, and then they also had the snake in there <laughs> at the bottom. So it was cur- it was it was terrifying. Yeah. And by the way, the snake was. Not acting like a hungry snake. It was a hungry snake. <laughs> so it was. It, was uh, it, it you know. It was. It was pretty, pretty terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> your character is, obviously loves hip hop. In your opinion, yes. who are the three greatest hip hop bands of all time? Uh, N.W.A. Uh, 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 I loved Run D.M.C. <laughs> uh, and uh, God, I, you know. I don't know, Public Enemy. There you go. I hope this is a true story. Uh, I read that you have one of the highest Donkey Kong scores ever. It is a true story. Awesome. I, 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 there is a qualifier, though. I, I went to, I was doing a movie called A Good Old Fashioned Orgy, and I was only in every fourth or fifth day. So I would go down to this place, I think it was called The Blue Note. It was in Wilmington, North Carolina. Play Donkey Kong yeah. every day that I wasn't in, because all my buddies were off every day working on the thing so I would just be hanging out alone playing Donkey Kong <laughs> there was this guy from you know the King of Kong movie that mm-hmm. had come out back yep. then this was a guy that was part of that world of like 70s arcade arcade stuff and he was a stand in on the movie so I came back and I said like oh look at you know I would jokingly be telling everybody you know oh my Donkey Kong scores are getting so good and I had taken a picture and I showed this guy the picture, and he said, oh, that's a, a good score. Yeah. So he then had it sent into that place, Twin Galaxies, yep. which verifies scores, and they registered it. I was, I think I was like 29th at some point, but now it's 
gone up later. But this is this is registered Donkey yeah. Kong scores. There's a lot of singing in this movie. Uh, one of my favorite questions to ask people is, what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, my go-to karaoke song. Uh, God, a bunch of them. If it's me, personally, it's either uh, Mama Tried, uh, Merle Haggard, or uh, Fairies Wear Boots, War Pigs, Black Sabbath, or uh, Just Once, James Ingram. If it's me and my my Jason Sudeikis is my karaoke partner, I hardly ever do it without him. Yeah. And we would do either Always and Forever or I Can't Fight This Feeling or Falling Slowly. Perfect. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> they nationally rank that still? Hell yeah, they do Twin Galaxies. Is he better than Peter Dinklage? Probably, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, last, and certainly not least, oh my God. to meet these two guys was an absolute honor. Shut up, Jimmy. Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key. These guys are hilarious. Everybody hates Jimmy. I don't care. <laughs> you shouldn't, actually. <laughs> so, uh, it's pretty amazing, though. That, I mean... All due credit, man. It's pretty amazing. Well, here you go. Uh, Jordan Peele and uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Key and Peele. As Shannon would say, the bald one. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. It's an absolute pleasure to meet both of you. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Huge Jimmy. fan. Yeah. One of my favorite things in this film is the cat photo shoots. And I, and I have to say, were there any ones that you had to cut or that you wanted to do and just couldn't get down? Or You know what? I think we got all the ones we wanted to do. It's, it's pretty tricky to uh, yeah. set up these little dioramas of all these little movies sure. for the cats to... So I, th I don't think there was any that didn't make the cut. For, right for the cat calendar. For the cat calendar, but I mean, I, I mean, also they made them in the in the in the um, in the credits too. Yeah. If they're in the credits, yeah. but uh, so I don't think any. No, I think they all kind of got preserved. All in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a child, I had a reoccurring nightmare about a robotic band from Showbiz Pizza called the, <laughs> called the Rockafire. The Rockafire. Yeah. Whose idea was it to film in a Rockafire? Uh, it, it was your idea. Yeah, that was yeah. that was in the script. We we we, <laughs> uh, we loved the idea of having, uh, you know, these fascinating sets. Uh, you know, so it's like we have there's a, a gangster, uh, a, a gangster's office, and you know, the kind of guy who has like a gangster pet shop right, right. in his house. You know, Chetty's got a snake, and, and snakes, he's got, yeah. Um, and then there's you know, there's uh, yeah, this this torture chamber that is a rock of fire explosion <laughs> graveyard <laughs> that just uh, for no reason. Um, so it's all about that duality yeah. that's like some of the the, the soft and, and the hard at yeah, the same yeah. time. Absolutely. It's an easy question. Why George Michael? Well, George Michael, I mean, you know, there's, there's there, there were, you know, we were thinking we needed somebody who was going to be able to push push the push it to the softest place it could be yeah. you know what i mean so what would be what would be something if you were trying to be hard what would be a thing that a hard person would never listen to and then you'd have to justify why you were listening to that music sure. so it was a fun a fun thing to play once again it's playing with that juxtaposition yeah. of you know no, none of those people would ever know that music in a million years yeah. so he was he fit the bill perfectly yeah so and gets, it's awesome music yeah. Yeah, it's great music you're singing it right now in your head aren't you i've been yeah. doing it all day yeah. <laughs> there's a guy who actually gets a george michael tattoo in the film. <laughs> yes, what would, you <laughs> what would you consider a terrible tattoo? Oh, a terrible tattoo. I mean, <laughs> I mean, a... Uh, but for me? Yeah. Probably, maybe, like, like if I just went out there and straight up got an Ace of Bass tattoo. <laughs> yeah. That you know, was, and you're thinking, that was, that was, you know, or Aha, they had yeah. one hit. You know what yeah. I mean? That would be, yeah. at least Michael, Michael, uh, George Michael was a, a platinum, you know, recording <laughs> artist. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, I'll tell you, man, the band, the big band for the future, it's going to be Mike and the Mechanics. That's the band, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I don't think it would be bad if I had the tattoo of Keegan's face. <laughs> It'd be a good tattoo. <laughs> I, right? Yeah. It would be. Hit, like, hidden. 
Hidden. <clears throat> Somewhere. Hidden where? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that <laughs> unless you thought it would be, you'd like it. <laughs> just kind of really depends on where it was going to be. <laughs> Can't sit very long. Fresh. A recent fresh. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of singing in, the, in this film, and one of my favorite questions to ask everybody is, what is your go-to karaoke song? Go-to karaoke song. Oh, go-to karaoke song. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, mine is, is probably, uh, um, you know, I do... Uh, I ask. Uh, the, uh, you did that Frankie Valley Four Seasons song. Mm. <laughs> Don't, no, that, that, but then that's not his go-to, though. DMX, Dog Pound. Yes, that's what, oh, okay. that's what I meant to say. What did I say? Um, I said, yeah. And then and for yours me, um, I like to sing. I like to sing All the Young Dudes. Linda Rodstadt. You like that Linda Rodstadt That song. I meant. By that we meant anything from Aerosmith. <laughs> Absolute pleasure to meet you guys. Buddy. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jimmy. Jimmy my friend. All right, there you have it. Man. All the Keon interviews. Uh, so great. Next week, uh, you're going to hate me more. Yeah. Because uh, Civil War interviews are coming. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time with that one. It's too. a campaign. I'm gonna bring you down. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.